You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. Enhances the senses, opens your mind. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. It's the Craig Shoemaker Show with Craig Shoemaker, Sarah Sweet, and Joel Geist. Adam Carolla is now walking in. See, Thomas Howell is here. And we're here with Chris Harrison, the host of Bachelor Bachelorette. Hey, kids, stick around. we got a great show coming up for you. Chris Harrison's here today. <laughs> Kevin Crona is with us from REO Speedwagon. We have Brian Phelps is here. And we also have Jill Whelan. Tom Bergeron is our special guest. Coming up with Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> Dr. Drew hey. came in early. I love it. You're in here at the right time. Alonzo Bowden is our special guest. And Rondell Sheridan. That's Grant Shaw, by the way. Way. Well, this is a wonderful life. You're laughing it off with the Craig Shoemaker Show. Don't forget to visit our website, CraigShoemakerShow.com. Do you add that laugh? Yeah. I didn't oh, hear that before. Oh, I like oh. that laugh at the end there. And I and I, I love the uh, my son's reaction when he heard me doing the opera. <laughs> He's here with us. My son Justin came What's with us. Up, Justin? He's off. He's off Hi, of school. Justin. So I said, "Come on, come with Daddy to work." Yeah. Well, I didn't say Daddy. I don't call him. I we don't do that it. anymore. We don't come to Daddy. Come. No, nah, no. He's fourteen. Yeah. There's no more Daddy. Is I'm, it Pop? I'm, I'm, no, I'm dude. dude. It's even worse. <laughs> he calls me dude. He, he actually says to me, "Chill out, dude." He's what? actually said that to me. I mean, what do I do about that? What do you do about that? I sing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the best punishment for the kids. We went shopping, and did I tell you this? It is unbelievable. They are putty in my hands. All I have to do is threaten to sing from Les Mis. Yeah. <laughs> and when I do the female parts, literally, they would they would get me a beverage or do anything I would ask them to do. <laughs> if in public, I start singing. Justin, is that true? We were, we he were sings in, the... in public, and it gets you to do anything? Now, don't be shy. Tell the truth. <laughs> tell the yes. truth. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's very true. As a matter of fact, you were freaking out when I was. We were in the mall shopping. Oh, I, I said, got my friends there. Come on. What's that? That's where I chill. This is where I hang. You can't do this. <laughs> and, and, am I right? So, so we're shopping. I said, look, we have to get Mama something. All right. So we had to go to the clothing store. A really nice clothing store. To, to be clear, your ex-wife or Mika? Mika. Mika. Mama. Yeah, that's Mama. Mama. Yeah, okay. that, to them, that's uh, that's Mama. And then to, uh, yeah, anyway, so we're getting Mama some clothes. Yeah. And I said, come with me. No, we're not going. And then he gets the little one, his, his you know, the medium brother, the middle brother, Jared, <laughs> the eight-year-old. Now, all of a sudden, they're best of buds. They're usually fight, but now it's like they are going against Dad. So yeah. so now it's a unified front. So now there's a, there was a protest. Norma Ray is leading the way going, we're not jumping. We're not going to a girl's store. We're, we're going to go do our thing, you know. It's, come on, Jared, come with me. It's yeah. like, it, so I go, really? You're not going to do what I ask you to do? No, we're not. <laughs> See you at the fountain in an hour. He's telling me where I'm going to meet him. <laughs> That's what I broke into. Valjean, I lust. And they were going, they still were sticking to the protest. I go, I'm going female parts. How'd you do I went female parts. Which ones? Oh, I did Eponine dying in Marius' arms in the mall. Can you try it? Can you give us a little taste? Okay. Please. Please don't. Don't you fret, <laughs> Monsieur Marius. I don't feel any pain. Now they're now all of a sudden they're looking at each other going, I think we're going to have to give here. A little fall of rain can hardly. And I go, I'm here. That's all I need to know. <laughs> That's all they needed to hear. Boom. 
They were right by my side. What would you like, Dad? They saluted my ass. Really? Oh, it was unbelievable. Because you will get as loud as you need, right? You have no shame. I'm no shame. <laughs> I am happily married. I can fatten up. I can do anything I want now, including singing in a mall, all the parts from Les Mis. Yeah. Oh, we're not, and then they started to run away again. Oh, oh that, this is funny. Remember, Justin? Then he calls me. Goes, then they started the protest again. We'll come back uh, in 20 minutes. I go, no, you're coming back in 10. And, and I'm on the phone now. And, and then I went, he took my childhood in his stride. He was gone when Autumn came. All of a sudden I look and they're walking in the door, still on the phone. Okay, Dad, I'm here. Oh, that's awesome. It's the greatest, it's the greatest awesome. punishment ever. It, yeah, I think have daddy, gay daddy, <laughs> singing, <laughs> singing show tunes of the female parts, and it just, it works. I think that's brilliant. It's very effective. It's yeah. better than the rod. Yeah. You went and saw Les Mis, right? You saw Les Mis. Oh, I went Christmas morning. Did As you really fact, wear that outfit? It was probably the worst Christmas my kids have ever spent with me. Why? Because usually I give them lots of attention, lots of gifts. <laughs> this was literally, literally they... I got them up, first of all, at 5 in the morning. <laughs> first of all, I got them up at 5 in the morning. I go, Santa came early. Get open. up, get up, get out, get up, get up. I'm all showered, ready, shaved. I got my Les Mis costume on, tri-cornered hat, knickers. I am ready to roll. So I go, get up, get up. And then, I, then I try to be jolly. Ho, ho, lots of gifts down here. Let's go, come on, let's go, let's go, 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 go. I had breakfast in bed for them. I wanted to get it moving because I had, I had my tickets to Les Mis. I bought pre-tickets. I bought pre-sale tickets? tickets. Oh, I got box seats. Yeah. I had a, I, I literally sat in the handicapped. I got a handicapped love oh seat. Oh, my God. So I could be away from people. And I have tons of leg room, and no one would see me bawling. I brought a drop cloth for all the tears. Yeah. And I, and I was so excited that I ruined their Christmas because I was basically rushing them. I said, okay, you know, time to go. You guys got to go. Yeah. I booted my kids out of my what house. Christmas like, a, like it was last call. Here's your last present. Stocking, boom, out. You're gone. Daddy got to go. Daddy yeah. got to go watch Les Mis. Did you enjoy it? Oh, you kidding me? No. <laughs> Honest question. Yeah. It was it was an epic. It was yeah. an epic. Now, I've had the reviews from other people that don't agree with me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do not like musicals, period. Yeah. What do you mean? They, they sing all the words? <laughs> yeah, that's not believable. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Well, is a is is is, is the Hobbit believable? You know, really? <laughs> really? Is, uh, all yeah. these things that you're watching, is it believable? So yeah. every movie now has to be believable? Right. I think it's more believable they sing, because I do. I'm in a mall singing. <laughs> yeah. That's much more believable than I'm the Matrix climbing up a wall. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's much more believable Did to you sing. like the singing? Because that's what the some of the criticism I will, is. I will give the honest review. Yeah. Okay? Now, first of all, you would expect me not to like it because my expectations were very high. Yeah, because you've they seen say the expectations shows. are planned disappointments. You're planning your own disappointment. So I'm in there. I'm going, uh, you know. I, but I, I kept with those expectations, and I must tell you, it opened up, and I went, uh oh. <laughs> Why? Uh oh, I'm not gonna like this. Why? Because the sound, the sound when they are, they are outdoors and they sing, they didn't do a. They did it live, right? In, yeah. yeah. They didn't Even do it in part? studio. They no. didn't do the lip stink in, in lip lip stink, lip sync in studio. They d were out there uh, with the look down, yeah. look down, yeah. the people at your feet. But stop. I mean, they were doing it live, and it was. And Justin's he going stop. stop. <laughs> I'm going to take you off microphone if you stop me anymore. Okay. 
We're going out. <laughs> I will take you outside and sing, young man. I've got, I've got some, I've got other tunes, by the way. But get me going on Rent. I'll do Rent. Oh yeah, that's a good one. If you don't stop, that's a great one. Yes. I would love it just for fun. It's my favorite. <laughs> I think the music in there is great. And Wicked. Please tell me you know Wicked. I don't know Wicked. You as have well. to learn it now. I'm going to learn Wicked. Define I... Gravity. You freaking love that, Joel. You should find that. Define I, Gravity. Wicked. That's like Craig's song. It's such a great song. Yeah. But I don't know it yet. You will. I haven't seen it enough. I've seen Les Mis twenty times. Oh wow. Like, well, I've yeah. seen the second half ten of those times. Yeah. Not the first half. Well, I sneak in. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. I sneak in. As a matter of fact, it's funny. Uh, I, I just remember this. I, my friend Big Daddy Graham, he's this great comedian in Philadelphia. He loves musicals, too. And this guy, by the way, is like even tougher Philly than me. He talks like this. Come on now. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like he talks like that. And he loves musicals. So one time we're in New York. He does the same thing I do. We're both cheap fathers. Yeah. And we sneak in the second half. You know, people How do come you out. sneak in? People come out and they have a smoke. Right, and they have a smoke or whatever <laughs> at halftime, awesome. halftime intermission, and then you go and you go, you just go follow them in. You just and follow sit them in. Where? Like, and then you just well, that, I've been busted a couple times. Because you're standing in the aisle. No, you don't stand in the aisle. You take a chance. You go. Well, this looks like a little gap. This looks like a gap. You know what I mean? And you wait till the last people come in from you know they're blinking the lights and everything. You and you wait and then you. You go, boom, you just commit to a seat, and you look like you belong there. Yeah. Meanwhile, all your neighbors are going, I don't recognize you. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't here for the first half. So I've done that many times. What do you do when somebody returns to their seat? And they're like, excuse me, that's my seat. Yeah, I've had it happen. Yeah. What, oh, sorry, I thought it was mine. Well, if they look like a <laughs> pussy, I just go, no, it's mine. I'll fight you for it. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Do you ever I never, no, I scooch. I do a quick scooch and try not to interrupt anything. How about if there's no seats available? You can't scooch. Then where do you go? No, you just scooch all the way to another aisle. Oh. And you hope that nobody sees you. <laughs> because pretty much everybody has to be seated at a certain time. You hear, you know, <laughs> you know when you hear the, the orchestra starts, right? Then you know it's you know it's coming up yeah. here now. So everybody's in their seat at that point. Yeah, except well, for the cripples, and then they have to come get their seat. That no, you're the cripples. <laughs> what are you? What are you from the Civil War? Yeah, put the cripples over here. We got the cripples. Where did you come up with that word? The cripples. They, the reason why? Because they take a little bit longer to get back to their seats. <laughs> but, but that's a word from the 1800s. Okay. The cripples. Where did you come up with that? I'm pretty sure people still use that. <laughs> I'm too sure. That's like Jesus. What, what, Jesus healed the cripples. Now what is it? What is it? What? I've never seen a cripple Physically section disabled? ever. Have you ever seen <laughs> hanging from someone's mirror cripple? <laughs> cripple? It's not a cripple. We don't flash the sign like when you're speaking. It's handicapped. Oh, handicapped. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, it's like she's hearing it for the first time. Hey, oh, shit. oh, really? Thank you for the education, Craig. Oh, the cripples. Okay, so you see it halfway through. Aren't so, you confused? So halfway through. Now... Don't you no, get not, confused about the story? How can I be confused? I've seen it so many times, the whole thing. So I figure I'll just see the second half, which I like more anyway, except for I miss Fontaine. Oh, so you only sneak I into Lay Miz. I miss Fontaine in the first half, right? But you only sneak into Lay Miz? No, I've snuck in, oh, it's a 76, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, not, uh, what's it? Uh, music Man. Me and my friend Big Daddy snuck in the second half. Oh, the Wells Fargo wagon is a... Come and round it. Come Justin, look out, for look out for that one. She's got me going. That'll really send you flying. So uh, I, uh, we, me and Big Daddy snuck in. And we had the balls. We had the balls to actually go, 
the whole second half, and there was no 76 trombones. That's the whole play. 76 trombones. In the big parade, 110 coronets right behind. <laughs> There's that trouble right here in River City. That starts with T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. So, so, so I'm, I'm already upset that we didn't see that part, right? Yeah. Because that was the first half. But the second half, no 76 trombones, and me and Big Daddy had the balls free, you know, sneaking in to go, he goes, where's 76 trombones? Oh, my God. Like, we got ripped off. <laughs> and the two of us are calling, this sucks. There's no 76 trombones. So, and by the way, the irony, the oh funny, and then another, another layer of irony, funny part of this story is the guy, the lead, just friended me on, uh, on Twitter. And, right. I, and I friended him back, followed him back, just like two days ago. I want to tell him this story, but he can't do it 140 characters. Maybe he's listening to the show. <laughs> so anyway, Craig, Craig Bierko is his name. He's a great singer and an actor. But anyway, so I just noticed the other day, I said, oh, this reminded me of that story. So then, it, it, like, literally the curtain shut. We're going, what the hell? This sucks. And all of a sudden, oh and then, boom, the curtain's open. It turns out it's the encore, and uh. it's like an hour long. Uh-huh. It's like an hour of 76 trombones, and then another person comes out, and the elephants, and it's like this big extravaganza. And now we're, two of us are sitting there, two Philly guys going, this is great. <laughs> wow, they did it. They came out with 76 trombones, and it didn't cost us a dime. I think that's awesome. So, yeah, we, we do that. But, I, but I've done this many times with Les Mis. Yeah. So Les Mis starts off the movie. I'm yeah. sitting there in my handicapped cripple seat. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh my god with I my love of my, of my life and and uh we we had a love seat it was a, you know i bought it ahead of time it was very expensive was she excited, by the way or was she just no. kind of appeasing you i wouldn't go appease there are there's, there's something between those two that you just described she was like meh this is cool no she was like uh yeah she wanted to see it and she had only seen it once when she was tired in london on you know, the, the play, and yeah. she fell asleep. So she never really saw the whole thing. Now, of course, she's married to Jean Valjean, Marius. I play every <laughs> single character in the house. <laughs> yeah. Does she sing at all? Welcome, madame. Sit yourself down. <laughs> I say that at dinner. But anyway. Uh, Does so, she sing at all? Like, is she a singer? Do you guys, like, do duets? She's really, she's really good. No. No, she's really good with her. She's like Bjorky. Oh. She's kind of Bjorky. Totally. I can see that. <laughs> I totally see the Bjork. I dig it. No, she's not only Bjork, she's Bjorky. She's kind of like Bjorky. You know, like, you know, like the way she like presents herself like and the way she sings. Like too, like too cool for school? No, no, not cool for school, but like, you know, really uh, kind of. I'm deep and dark and yeah, twisted. Yeah, deep and dark and twisted. That's exactly. Yeah. No, maybe not the twisted part, but the deep and dark. <laughs> the deep and dark hippie-ish, you know, like it's about the words and the lyrics and about the. You know, feelings, yeah, big feelings. Yeah, the deeper, the yeah. deeper feelings. Places that I don't go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see it. So, so yeah, she's Bjorky, and that's the type of things that she sings, and she sings them really well. Really? Like, oh yeah, like I love. She makes she makes my heart sing. She really has a good voice. Yeah, but cool. in a, in that sort of avant garde way, yeah. you know, she doesn't do the Broadway. Now I am obnoxious. Yeah, I have to do the full. As a matter of fact, my neighbor came over yesterday. I didn't know she was there. <laughs> and I had no idea. And I was full on upstairs getting ready. Yeah. I walked downstairs. Hi, Anne-Marie. She goes, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the play. <laughs> I basically gave her the second half of Les Mis. <laughs> so she was listening downstairs wow. as I was getting dressed. Yeah. No kids were around. Justin is, like, really annoyed with the Les Mis thing. So it starts off. I'm, like, I'm so excited. And I have to tell you, it came down just a little bit in the first scene. 
Because it's outdoors. I figured it out. It was outdoors, so the sound isn't as good. I thought it sounded great. Not in the very, very beginning. Really? Look down, look down. It's like, look down, look down. I am over here outside. <laughs> <laughs> we need a sound booth. Oh, so so okay. that's that's what I thought in the beginning. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. My expectations, it's coming down. Oh, no. I'm going to have to rush to a play right yeah. now. I'll go to a high school production. <laughs> Something. <laughs> And they also do it very real. They don't do the, the belty thing. Yeah. Which I like the belty yeah, thing. Me too. I like the hit the back of the room thing. Because everything else, we already have the other covered in television, on the internet. We don't have the nah, you know, hit the back of the room. The, but they the did, pipes, the, the people Liam, with the pipes. What about the Liam Neeson version? That was like Right, but they didn't use mu music in that. They that was not a musical? No. Oh. No, no, that was full on that was just oh. dark. Oh. And you're just following the story going, give me a song, for God's sake. So pick, pick me up a little bit, would you? Here it is. Now, this is the worst part. Oh. He's pretty bad, right? Yeah. He was really bad. Okay, now, uh, hold on, hold on, Joel. I, I, have, to, I have to preface yeah. this by saying Javert is one of the parts that now that I'm older, I used to want to play Marius when I first saw it. Which one is that again? Oh. The I, I saw it on. I just can't keep the name straight. I will straight. stay with you till you are sleeping. The boy. And rain will make the flowers grow. You will live beneath, dear God above. He's the rebel. The I boy. I will heal your this wounds. Oh yes, drink yes. with me <laughs> till days gone by. Can it be? Now I want it to be him. Yeah, but then who, I went to Jean but Valjean. Craig, I need, we need to get clear on okay. who that is. He's okay, the I'm, rebel. Got it. The love rebel. Interest. He's the young guy who yeah. falls in love. By the way, five seconds. You realize it he when it's a play. It. When it's a play, you realize, you know, you really extend your imagination. It's like it's it can't be real because yeah. meanwhile, you know, the guy that just shot somebody, all of a sudden he's on the barricade moving it. You yeah. know, because they're set movers too. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of cool though. You, you, totally. You always go. Wait a minute. I recognize that guy. He was just in the in the innkeepers' uh, quarters, and now now all of a sudden artists. he's at the barricade. Lesbians. Yeah, yeah, they just change backstage, and it's a really cool thing. It's kind of like part of it. But here they don't do that in the movies. So you wanted <laughs> so to be Marius, the young one. I wanted to be the Marius who falls in love in five seconds with Cosette, <laughs> and he ditches the, the you know the one who's a little grubby. The little she's a little grubby Eponine. Yeah, yeah. She's like the grubber. She's the innkeeper's daughter. She's like in the streets. Did you, you know? see her in the, waist? In the too? meantime, she's hot as hell. Every time, every time I see the play, no matter who's cast, I go. Go for her, you moron. Don't always go for the blonde. That's too hot. typical. But did you see her waist in the movie? I didn't were you notice like, the waist. What the hell? I was just noticing her words when she said, Oh my God, she was <laughs> killing me, Eponine. Wow. Every word that he says puts a dagger in me. She's in such my a much life. better singer than Cosette. She's oh a much better God. singer than well, Cosette. Well, yeah, because she's an unknown, and they discovered it, by the way. I'm following her on Twitter now, too. But anyway. Okay. So, so uh, Marius, I wanted to be him. Then I wanted to be Jean Valjean at one point. Though then I said, no, you know what? Your better part is Javert, because you know I can bring my 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 now big body, and I'm older. Describe I'm more Javert intense. for us. Will you describe Javert him? is the guy? You know the you know the movie The Fugitive. Yeah. You know the movie The Fugitive. Yeah. Gerard and uh, Inspector Gerard. Mm -hmm. Do you know that that is modeled after Les Mis? And a lot of people don't realize wow. this. You know, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, we're going to search every outhouse, whorehouse, henhouse. Yeah. We're looking for Dr. Richard Kimball. Now all he has to do is sing. <laughs> we look for him. No, so he's after him, like, and he's innocent, just like, just like the lead character is. 
Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean is the lead character, which is written by Victor Hugo. Which it's was Hugh Jackman, right? That's the yes, yeah. and he was Valjean. great. He's amazing. He, he was, was amazing, and I don't know if anybody could debate that one. Now there are two people that I have problems with in this. Who? First of all, and I like both of them. I think they're incredible, and I understand why they were cast. Javert was Russell Crowe. Right. Mm -hmm. Now when I saw the photo of him in the promo and everything, I'm going, oh my God, he's perfect. Because it's this intense guy, he's righteous. I am the law, and the law is not mocked. And you know, and you could see him just doing this. Yeah, but then he can't sing. No. And then I heard he was in a band before. But yeah, the band, yeah. but a band called you know Toad the Wet Hum Hum, whatever it's called, <laughs> is not is not going to work in in a musical. Yeah. It's just a different type of music. It's a, it's like it's not delivered the same way. You deliver it like, you know. <laughs> He's like intense, and he sees him, Valjean, at last we see each other plain. Monsieur <laughs> Le Maire, you wear a different shirt. I and you wish gotta go you could deep. do that just to see those facial just, just, <laughs> <laughs> This is why it's radio worth watching today. But Russell Crowe, he doesn't have the chops. And then his See, acting play a little suffers. Bit of it. Play a his little. acting suffers because he's just singing. Stole a loaf of bread. That's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And then right. my sister's child was close to death. We were starving. You'll starve again. You'll starve again. All right, stop it for a second. He's up here. He goes, yeah. oh, then you'll starve again. I got to know the meaning of the law. Mm -hmm. oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. Catherine Hepburn. He just doesn't have the chops. Yeah. Now the guy on Broadway, you'll hear meaning of the law, and he's intense, and I will take you down. <laughs> yes. See what I mean? He has yeah, to be he has good. to be up here, but he's a oh, you know, perhaps you're intimidated because I was in the gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> I am cast because I'm a star. Yeah. And that's why. And he's yeah. played intense characters and he can act it, can't sing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was the only bummer. What? I mean, he's got these scenes that are like really intense. He has this scene at the end. Yeah, what the hell was that? Now, I didn't get it. But, I was like, why'd you do that? Do we do spoiler alert? Can we? Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert. Really? Spoiler. Okay, yeah, tune away. If you, don't, if you haven't seen the movie, you're gonna, we're going to ask you, see how polite we are? We're going to ask you to tune away. Now we're going to go right to, yeah, he commits suicide. Anyway. No. Oh, you didn't know this? No. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Excuse me. Oh, I just <laughs> All the You leaned into the mic to burn. I know. I should have gone back on that. I, I, <laughs> I should have gone back. In. Look, it made my son laugh. Okay? <laughs> as long as you can make the team laugh, that's what it takes. It takes some sort of gas, either attic or basement, to make a kid laugh. It's yeah. the first time he laughed all day. Yeah. Okay, so now. so uh, He commits suicide. Why? I don't get it. Because. He's so righteous and let this guy go, and then what? Like, well, he, the guy spared him. He gave me back my life. So I'm going to end it. I will not live in the debt of a thief. That's what he says. I will not live in the debt of a thief. He thinks that this guy's a thief, but he actually isn't. He stole a loaf of bread for his family. The whole thing is about redemption, and it's just a beautiful story. And it's so much deeper than people give it, because a lot of people just go, hey, it's a bunch of people singing. Hey, it's depressing. You know, by the way, the end, I, I was I was like, I, I ball, I swear yeah, to you, too. you could hear my, you could, you could hear the people sing, yeah. you could hear Craig's tears drop. <laughs> really? Are you an audible crier? 
Well, this one I did a I did one of those. I can't really do the full, uh, uh, you know. I did the the, the <laughs> I did the shoulder shake. Wow! <laughs> wow! I was trying my best, but these the shoulders are uncontrollable because you can control everything else, but the shoulders go as you're trying to hold it in. I didn't want it to go full on. So, by the way, anyone who's ever seen this movie, if you've seen the movie, uh, please give us a review. I'd like to hear your opinion. I have one other opinion of one of the, the actors. Uh, give us a call. Our number is 323-622-8623. Uh, That's 323-622-TOAD, T-O-A-D. So if you, if you can't do the 8623, just spell TOAD. toad. This is Russell Crowe's band. What is he singing? Now, okay, yeah, so, so you're not even you're like there. Tom I Hooper, can't. the director. You're listening to this, going, "That's my Javert." No, no, you're not. That's not the. He's not the right guy. And now here's the other guy, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was he? Now Sasha Baron Cohen is, is really funny. You liked him? I thought he was great. Let me tell you one of the problems. First okay. of all, doesn't have the singing chops. Also. Yeah, but he's a clown. He's, he's a, a clown. clown, okay? But uh, you know, look, look, Broadway man doesn't want a clown, okay? I'll go to the freaking circus. Yeah. All right, I'll go watch some uh, Moomenshots or whatever they were called. <laughs> what do they call those clowns? Anyway, he here's the problem. Did you notice this? I know. I'm wondering if anybody else noticed this. What? He starts off doing a French accent and he dropped it. <laughs> the first scene, he does like Clouseau, like a bad Clouseau. Do you know who Clouseau is? Yeah. Peter Sellers. <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Welcome, my friends." I'm the best innkeeper in town. Where is Kato? <laughs> That's what I thought he was going to do. Where's Kato? The you know the the, the guy in, uh, from Pink Panther. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he sounded like. It was sounded like he was doing a bad Pink Panther thing, and then all of a sudden later on he does English. It wasn't part of his trickster like whole thing that he's doing. Oh, maybe no. <laughs> I think it was an acting choice, no. which shocked me though that the director didn't go. You know what? You got to commit. You got to be either English or you got to be do the French guy. Because huh. he did the French guy, but nobody else was doing it. Everybody else was English in the whole movie. That's the way it always is. The English, the English pissed me off. It's this tiny little island, and they're every, they, in every movie it's like, okay, the Nazis are now English. The Romans are English. Yeah. They're always freaking English. It's just easier. They're though, never man. from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Never, you never see like a Philadelphian going, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. <laughs> Because they didn't... Come on over here. Hey, Caesar, go Brutus. Don't go stabbing me, asshole. <laughs> but why? Of course you know, they wouldn't be from Philly. You never see that. People weren't from Philly at that time. But they weren't you, from England either. You, you, Nor did they speak you, English. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Joel. You're exactly right. Yeah. Nazis? Nazis are all of a sudden English. They were fighting. They were beating the English up. They were like firing bombs. So you just on say them. like you can just make whatever accent. If it's not going to be, if it, English isn't true, then you can just pick a different accent. I'm saying yes. It's always English. By the way, someone called us. I so apologize. I got off on a rant. It's Sarah. Yeah, I Please thought call he was us good. Again. I three, thought two, Sasha three, Baron Cohen was funny. Three two three six two two eight six two three. I will immediately pick it up. I could be mid brilliance. What about What's this? What's it? That's Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh. How can we talk of death? Death. Let's not haggle for darling Colette. He added that, by the way. That's funny. He had lived. Did he, he had. He, that was not in the play either. Did she? He gets her name right. Yo, I'm getting it. Shh. Getting it. Getting this call. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Welcome, my friend. <laughs> I'm the best podcaster in town. Who is this? Who is this? Is this not working? Oh, 
We got no one on the board. I got nothing. I have somebody on right now that 18 seconds in. Hold on, hold on. I'm coming with you. They're here. They're, oh, please. I got nothing. Oh, no. It's a technical difficulty. Write us. Write us, please. Write your review. Is there something up? Oh, no. No, that's not it. We'll try to fix it. We have to take a break anyway. I'm so sorry. In the 360 area code, I apologize. If you can hear me now, we appreciate all of your phone calls. Can you do the Anne Hathaway song when we're exiting? We will. We will. We're going to take a break. But uh, by the way, speaking of uh, reviews, we've been getting some really good reviews and some not some some not so good reviews either. <laughs> Our friend Durrell, is that his name? <laughs> starts with a D. Huh? He starts with It's a either Durrell or Durrell. Yeah. He's he doesn't like me. He 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 went after me on Facebook and he keeps but thank God I got him to listen though. Apparently he's listening to our show. So really? I don't give a shit if you hate me. As long as you're downloading. CraigShoemakerShow.com. You can go there and you can give your reviews of the show. You can Ooh. talk to us. As a matter of fact, give us a review of Les Mis. And we will go there on the break and we will check out your review and read it on the air. Let's see what it says here. Oh, I went to your show at the Punchline Atlanta. This is from Keith Collins. And he's thoroughly enjoyed it. I also learned about the podcast and have officially drank the Shoemaker Kool-Aid. I hope that's a good thing. I think, so. I think so. Maybe ours has stevia in it, cooked made by, <laughs> made by <laughs> Ileana. It's clear. Uh, listening and watching, I'm about halfway through the archives. Awesome. In no specific order, I must say you're a great storyteller, kind of like a white Uncle Remus. <laughs> I like the storyteller thing. Was I, I do enjoy storytelling. I think it should come back. Uh, that's uh, keep up the good work, and I'll continue to inform people about your show. Thank you, Keith Collins. So, uh, yeah, uh, write us a review of Les Mis. Uh, we have our special guest is coming up at, in the next hour. Uh, it, uh, Christopher Lawford will be here now. Kennedy Lawford. Yeah, a really interesting background. He's like a Kennedy and a, a Peter Lawford's son, who was the original Rat Pack. Now, the Rat Pack was you know Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, Joey Bishop. And Dean Martin and this guy Peter Lawford was part of it. Shirley MacLaine, original represent Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> she was in it. Check it. Check the facts. What she was are the you? one woman. Check the by freaking the way, facts. By the way, look how cocky she is about this. Like I researched this. I bitch. did. She's I giving did. me that. I check it out, bitch. Check it out. Check it out. There is she no the way one, Shirley MacLaine right, is part bet of the. Me on this. Yeah. All right, part of the Rat Pack. She was the one female. But Shirley, Shirley McLean was not in the Rat yes, Pack. Yes, she was. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you were just throwing out like Brat Pack. Uh, you know that? what? If anything, I'll give you Angie Dickinson. I will give you Angie Dickinson. I will I not give you Shirley McLean. Angie Dickinson. Was, it, it was, was it Shirley McLean like channeling somebody who's dead now or something? Oh, no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Uh, one dollar. But before you go on, before you go, look, she's trying to go online right now yeah, to I'm check right. it out. Before. I have One dollar. And you better pay right me right. the dollar. I will pay you the dollar. Okay, one dollar. A bet that Shirley McLean was not in the Rat Pack. I know Peter Lawford was. It was the original Ocean's Eleven. He was part of it. And his son, and he's also, but he's a best-selling author. And we're going to talk about uh, some addiction and recovery, which a lot of us might want to get into now that we're in the new year. That could be part of your new resolution. <laughs> we're going to talk about our New Year's resolutions, what we did for New Year's. Hopefully, we'll work out our kinks on our call system. But we definitely can check out our email. So email us, and uh, we hope you're having a wonderful day. More with Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker. Coming. Oh, no. This is Anne Hathaway. Yeah. This one is really good. Oh, oh my is this the God. One we're talking about? It's the first time she's ever been nude. I actually didn't even notice the nudity. She, we didn't <laughs> see nipple or anything. I know, but I was. Oh, my God. She's so good. It was so good. Oh, sing it, Catwoman. Uh oh. I'm going to start going again. Oh. Oh, God. 
she's just dreaming of a time. I dreamed a dream in time. This is so good. She's emoting like nobody's business. What are your hands doing right now? What are my hands doing? Clasping. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm clasping. <laughs> I did gay hands, I'll admit. All right, we're, we're going to break. to the toad hop network radio worth watching a great website if you are in the market for gift giving redenvelope.com they have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very very easy all you have to do is go to redenvelope.com enter heidi and frank at the checkout and save 20 percent you experiencing occasional constipation fatigue weight gain poor circulation sleepless nights depression or lack of concentration your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon yes i'm talking about pooping it's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. PuraCleanse, your friend for life. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things, music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your subs and briefs. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Joy to... Okay, so I can hear the show.
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift-giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique... You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. I think Joel, our technical director over here... Uh, yes, what do you think about me? He might have been imbibing uh, a bit on New Year's and it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure here, what's wrong. He's I over here in front of the fact. controls like the nutty professor. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Lady. Lady. Oh. What's this button over here? Oh. By the way, I saw a special on Jerry Lewis. Oh, yeah? A documentary. And he was a little bit before my time. So has this ever happened to you where somebody's like a legend and you didn't get into them at the time and then you, they and then it grows yeah. on you? Yeah. yeah. I've got a little list of those. Now, Jerry Lewis is now on it. Shirley he was a freaking genius. <laughs> Listen, please, by the way, I think that was Scott who was calling us. Try us back now. I think our phones work. 323-622-8623 with your review of Les Mis, which I know wasn't good, and I'm willing to accept it. I'm going to listen to Scott if he does call back. And, by the way, Shirley McLean was not in the Rat Pack. She was the mascot for the Rat Pack. Uh, she was in the Rat Pack. Okay. All right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. The Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles have a mascot, okay? Now, if somebody said, now, let's say the guy's name was, you know, Jim Schnanka. Mm. All right. So Jim Schnanka is the, is the Eagles mascot. Now, when you're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're going, you know, Remember 1973 when they, they had that drive? Do you think the Jim Shanska was written? She mentioned wasn't there. They the didn't mascot call her is the not mascot. part of the Eagles. They didn't call her the mascot. Other people did. She was referred to as a mascot, but she was the only chick that was part of it. Only chick, and she Great. was part of it. Scott's calling. We will get back to it. We're going to table this, Sarah. <laughs> I'm going to win my dollar because I need it. I lost a lot of money last night. We'll talk about that later. Right now, Scott has a bad review of Les Mis. I can't even believe I took your call, Scott. Are you there? Scott? Did you like, did you like the, uh, sh the, the movie, Craig? Yes, I love the movie. I thought the movie was a spectacular epic. Up there with, <laughs> up there with all of the Gone with the Winds and the Wizard of Oz's, I believe it'll go down in history as an epic movie, and I know that you do not believe this. I, I tuned in late, and you were going on, and it sounded like you didn't like it. And I saw your Facebook post, and... I thought that you were raving about it, and now it sounds like you didn't like it. So I wasn't sure. No, 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 no. I was. I rave about the movie, and I accept Russell Crowe as a good actor. But didn't have the. I did not think that he had the chops for it for the singing, and I thought that Sasha Baron Cohen was a little off as well with the consistency of character. Other than that, I didn't like the opening that much because of the sound. <laughs> that does sound like a long list. Can I get to the what I love? I said I loved it. I cried. Come on, what else? What movie can make you ball like a baby? Okay, I thought it was, I thought it was really well directed and really well done. And that last scene with the barricade when they're there waving the flags, I'm out. That was good. I was, that was out. Good. 
I get we just have differing um, opinions on what a musical should be. Then what really? is yours? Um, what should a musical be? Yeah, well, Name a good I, you one. Know, I, I used to do musical. I don't know if you you did any musicals in school or yes, anything. I, I used did. to do them, and and I fell in love with musicals too. But yeah. but for me, it was all about the music, and I didn't find that 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 was the focus of this movie. I felt really? that the director focused mostly on the acting performances, and I. For me, a musical is already surreal to begin with. I mean, people mm -hmm. break into song. I mean, that's not realistic. So you, you have to suspend your disbelief mm -hmm. to buy into that already. Why do we need all the realistic contusions and abrasions and, and sewer filth and barf all over people? I don't care for that. I want to be blown away by great musical numbers and you know, I understand it's opera style, and it goes one song to the next, and there's very little speaking. Well, that you have to accept. It it's an opera. focused on great music, and everything else to me should be secondary, and I don't think it meant that. that so you time. thought that the wounds and the, the rain and the, 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 the poop that they were in, God, they were literally in sewer poop. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little far. But like, it's but film. Then, it's yeah, film. It's a different just, medium. Yeah, it, it's 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 a, it's a choice. The director definitely made a choice. A I did not medium. notice it. I think this is a great review, though, because you, yeah. you know it's it's just different, and I understand it. Not going to agree with you, but that's okay. <laughs> we agree to disagree on this. I still thought that the music was the focus. The, my whole thing was now that you're pointing these things out, I'm going, oh, okay, I noticed that. But I'm sitting there going, I'm just moved. I call movies move me's. If you move me in one way or another, if you move me to tears, say, move me. if you move me, if I have a bowel movement, if I have, if I laugh, whatever it is, a move me. If you move me, you are good. Mm -hmm. You are a good movie. If you've moved me in there any are, if you no move me to thinking, in yeah. entertainment, so I'm not going to say you're wrong and I'm right. I'm just going to say yeah. it wasn't for me. It wasn't and, for you. And having, I don't. You know, I'll be honest. I never saw a stage production where I sat in a theater of Les Mis. When it came out, it was a big thing. I just, for whatever reason, didn't get around to it. Maybe I, I was in my 20s. I couldn't afford oh, to go to those shows okay. back then. I heard, yeah, I knew people, you know, who knew people who were in the touring shows and all that, and they heard it was the best thing ever. But for whatever reason, I really didn't actually see, or hear this whole show until I Netflixed the, the 25th anniversary concert that oh, they did. It was in, unbelievable. In by the way, Colm Wilkinson, who is the original, the best version of Jean Valjean, the lead, mm -hmm. he's actually in yeah. this movie. They did like a... Yeah, he's the bishop. Yeah, the he's the bishop. bishop. Yeah. Is, it, is it on Instant? What's that? Is it on Instant? Instant On Instant. Instant Netflix. Can I watch it on Instant? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Colm Wilkinson is in that this 25-year anniversary. <laughs> we were talking... He's the bishop Sarah, on Instant? Sarah, I was on, this is on what Instant you can what? Do, right? right now, you go on YouTube, just Google, or not YouTube, search on YouTube for Les Miserables, Colm Wilkinson, and look at the 10th anniversary performance of mm. Bring Him Home. To uh, me, yeah. that's the bar. Okay, and, that's and a lot of words to remember. Sounded, through most of the thing, uh, that's the song. If you can't nail that song and hit the bar on that song, you, you, you've lost me. And wow. that's where I fell in love with the music for the show, was watching that 20th anniversary. Mm. So I was kind of hoping that the music would rise to that level. And might have been the theater I was in. It sounded like they had an old-fashioned stereo system down there. I was expecting the theater. To there, I, I agree with that. I was not blown away with the sound. It kind of shocked me because they did it live. And you know what? Now you say the bar, he did not meet the bar. As a matter of fact, they also made it strange. <laughs> Look at you Please talking, Please don't do this. Greg don't do this. Don't do this to me.
This is Colin Wilkinson. Uh-huh. Is that the 10th anniversary one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That made me... I first heard him sing that yeah. on Johnny Carson right after the show opened. That made me cry. Watching it on late night TV made me cry. Yeah. And and I'm sorry. I'm you know I hate to just. I know you love the show so much. By the way, what's also strange is in the movie they changed it. They changed it. He sings this before the guy's dying. He sings it based on based on a one night stand of a look that he gave to Cosette, his adopted daughter. He just looked at her once. He goes, I'm in love. And all of a sudden, he's singing about this guy to bring him home when he's not even dead. Oh! <laughs> he was looking at He was kind of sleeping, but it was behind the barricades. He was looking yeah, down. He was just and, kind of looking at him going, oh, bring, bring this guy home. probably about to die. He's like the son I, and, I might have known if I got a granted me a son, but he knew him for like maybe three minutes. Yeah, that's true. At the most. It, it was kind of like you really had to suspend belief on that. Jeez, every time I review this thing, now I don't like the movie <laughs> He's anymore. He's totally talking himself out of it. Oh, no. He's no, talking, a lot to talking like me out of it. it. Yes, there is. There's a lot to like in it. And Hathaway, will you give me Catwoman? two showstoppers. That's one. Yes. The other is I Dreamed a Dream. Yes. And, you will give me and, that one. Uh, I felt that was just, you know, the camera was in so close. I was thinking more about the bruises on her face. And she was she was acting out so. I mean, she sang that live, and uh, oh, that's great, you know. But I just don't. I don't think it worked. Um, you were distracted because you know, saw I the bruises. Going, <laughs> I was. I'm going to give one little more I, critique that she I wrote did. A and Hugh Jackman. a verse for you. Want to hear it? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> You're okay. ruining my movie experience. I was going to go back today. They cry a lot. They mocking my Mad Magazine mocking verse. Go here we go. Let me hear it. I sang a song in just one take, submitted for consideration. <laughs> My nightmare haircut wasn't fake. How's that not worth a nomination? That's all I got. That's I play Catwoman to the nines, but this is Ooh, my perfect Catwoman, ten now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm emoting and I cry. <laughs> Academy, would you please notice? I've hosted, I've been there in the front row, but this is the part will take me over. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, man. You we're destroyed rolling. the movie. I love this guy, Scott. He's this, so cool. He comes on my Facebook, and like it, you, you have so many, so many cool <laughs> things to say on there. Scott. That's why I took your call today. He does. Oh, I appreciate that. I was ready to but, disagree uh, with you, but I'm, I felt strong I, about this movie, so I kept calling back. And I'm uh, not only I, in agreement with him; I'm actually topping it with more shit. <laughs> I, I'm coming up with more stuff that I that I was bothered by. They cried a lot, yeah. like like they cried their words a lot. You know what? But you're in a, when you're in a theater, you know you, you can feel it, but you're not like literally seeing. Like you can, I saw like a you know like a, a nugget, you know like, like a, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, you could see the, into their eyeballs, and but they like cry. I dreamed a dream. But it's film. You can do that. It's yeah. film. That's what it's. I for. know, but not for a musical. Do... I think Scott's got a good point. I don't know. But you can't. I mean, well, leave it on high note. I, I even love note. some things. I love Sasha Baron Cohen and Helen Bonham Carter. No. No way. Me too. Oh, didn't do it for me. And by the way, 
you know, if you were going to look up, like in a dictionary, batshit crazy, <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter's picture would come <laughs> yeah. up. That woman, every part that she plays, yeah. she looks like in real life, that is batshit crazy. She just she's, has that look. She's like, Bjorky. <laughs> <laughs> and we came up with Bjork. a new word. Is that, a, is that a new adjective? Well, you missed it. That was earlier in the show. You'll have to archive it. Our, yeah. our special guest <laughs> has just walked in. Okay, we're going to get the... Christopher Lockwood. Uh, Michelle Bachman story, now, I think. Actually. Make sure make sure that you... <laughs> that would be bad shit, too. Yeah, They're twins. Absolutely. She, she could be in Alice in Wonderland. She's not Bjorky, though. But she is not, not Bjorky. Not Bjorky. Scott, I appreciate you, and uh, I'll see you on Facebook. And, and listen, by I the way, you, my special okay. guest coming up, all right? He's Bye. a Kennedy. I know you Who's like that. Have see. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, our guest. Our guest in the bio. I am not kidding you. It actually says, Lawford battled a drug and alcohol addiction for much of his early life. 24 years, he has experienced strength and hope. As a result, of, a result of his drug addiction, Mr. Lawford was diagnosed with hepatitis C in 2000. Ooh. Now, that is um, something to put on the resume. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to put that in my act. Is it I, one? Now, from now on, ladies and gentlemen, you've seen him on Comedy Central. HBO has his own Showtime special, and he has a foot fungus you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Here he is, Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> Foot fungus. Used to have <laughs> Crohn's disease. <laughs> Just list all of that. It makes you an overcomer. Yeah, that's the right. The things you've beaten. That, you know what? I actually I did used to open my act like that. I talk about all, yeah. the, all the little things. That, is it one know. of those things, yeah. though, like with an alcoholic where you have to always say you're an alcoholic? Like, is Hep C <laughs> one of those things where you have to always say you have Hep C? Or it might come back if you don't acknowledge it. Sarah, I dare you. Unless you have the balls. Unless you have the, the giant ovaries you have when somebody's not around. I want to see if you have the ovaries to say that to his face. He's well, in the other room right now. Do I, I have want to you, introduce Hepsi or will you? I want you. No, 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 no. This is on you. You're the one. You're the one that picked it out. The guy's got Hep C. You were all into the Hep C. I was into like, hey, he's a best-selling author. He's on All My Children. He's a Kennedy. He's a Lawford oh, Rat Pack. I'm oh, going shit. there, and you always have to go for the darkness. Oh, By the way, Craig, I read he has Hep C, and now, and, and now you want to open with it. I want you to ask him. All the okay. questions. Okay. <laughs> but Are, I go with the dark stuff in my Bjorky. Hmm? Yeah, you're Bjorky. Yeah. She's a little Bjorky. Oh, yeah, you're very Bjorky. Okay, so I, I, the only thing is his publicist is one of my really good friends, and I don't want to embarrass her. I'm cool with embarrassing him, but I don't want to embarrass my <laughs> no, good friend. It's not going to embarrass him. Okay, I'll ask What's the him? show called? Yeah, laugh, laugh it, it off. off. It used to be anyway. Okay, so if you if you have a question for him, it's curiosity. I'm going to say the same thing. I'm, I'm just going to look like such a moron. No, so is it like you, when you have to say you're an alcoholic? Don't <laughs> think about what you look like, okay? Just let you be you, okay? That's what we're here to find, the authentic self in all of us. Isn't that part of our New Year's he's, resolution? He's trying to encourage me to hang myself right now. It's going to make him I laugh. am not if it's authentic. <laughs> It's it's a, if you're thing. using hemp or whatever you to hang yourself, <laughs> something authentic and organic. This guy's a trickster. I'm not a trickster. I just want you to be real. Isn't that part of our New Year's resolutions? Is, Is that it? anybody's, by the way, to be a little bit more real, get to know yourself a little more? No? Ileana's shaking her head no? No, that's yeah. not anybody's. Living it's my, your it's truth. my life's resolution. Living your truth is very similar to what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, so, so that's yours, Joel. That was one of mine. Joel Geis says, living your truth. Yeah. Okay? Sarah Sweet says... <laughs> Hang yourself at any opportunity. To be honest, I want this is going to sound really super lame. Don't judge. Oh. That should be your resolution. Stop judging myself. The self. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that if that was yours. Don't say it like a Valley Girl Kardashian, but still a more Stop effective. Judging, judging myself. myself. Damn it.
stop it. I just want to stop judging myself. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave right now. If I start judging myself again. I want to open my heart more. You want to open your heart more? That was the one? Yeah, uh, yeah you should judge that one. I do, but that's the truth. If you're not, I am. That's the truth. You want to open up your heart more. What I does that mean to you? I more of a heart space than a... Okay, than, than a head space. space. Yeah. Well, already today, then you're in your head. You're already analyzing. From your heart, ask him about the hep C. <laughs> Now do it with compassion. Say, uh, what was it like when you first? What was it like when you first got it? So what is it? I when you first Sam got the Anderson news, say, say it with heart. Is what? it an STD? Is it transmitted sexually? <laughs> is it transmitted <laughs> through needles and drinking? I really stop, don't re stop rehearsing <laughs> it. You're leaving it here. You, that should be in the moment. You should say oh all those things God. with him here. I can't. Do Not that. in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> the things we like to say, this is the year to say it. Say it from your heart. Just give it a shot. Say it from your heart. All right? We'll just see. As, if, I win, if I win the Rat Pack, because his, his dad started it, right? So if his I win dad was the start of the Rat, Rat Pack. pack. Yes, Peter Lawford, the cool English guy. Yeah. I want to talk to him about that as well. Yeah. I'm going to talk about what was cool back then. And the Kennedys. And what's cool now, by the way. What do you think is cool these days? Where the kid's going to go, that's cool. But when you get to the bottom line of it, you know, if you're living with it, it's yeah. probably not cool. Being sober. Like if you're one of the kids. If you're one of the kids <laughs> of the cool. Yeah. It's probably not. Like Justin's with me today. <laughs> There's a, okay, yeah. my son. Speaking of cool, like a lot of people think that I might be cool. I might be a cool parent, might be a cool comedian and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that he's going to his buddies and going, I get the coolest dad? No, no. you just took he's his saying, iPhone away. He's saying, <laughs> he's saying, my dad's an ass. My dad's an ass. And you should have seen him last night. He embarrassed me at the Lakers game. This is a true story. We had courtside seats. Oh, nice. Yeah, courtside. But guess what was our, we had obstructed view, though. Give him Do you know what the obstructed view was? What? Cheerleader ass. <laughs> That's not a problem. Is it great? I don't, I don't get I've this. never heard some. What's that? I don't get checking out like cheerleaders. No, the cheerleaders. With your dad. That's they, no, weird to me. <laughs> That's really super weird. I'm not exaggerating, Sarah. There's no way you couldn't check out. They were literally. They would jump their ass in front of our <laughs> face. I'm not exaggerating. You're just watching the game, and all of a sudden, whoop! There's an ass. It was like I was at a strip club with a roll of twenties. I was like, boom! There's another ass. Are there they purple underwear? Like did they, they had every the kind cheese? of. A, that's the thing is they kept changing their underwear. What? Doug. They kept changing their. Doug. How many times did they change, Justin? No, they became the out sponsored by Carl's Jr. Was one of the underwear. It was unbelievable. So we're sitting there on the court, and we're going, "Oh my God! There's Kobe! There's Dwight Howard! Oh, there's an ass! I just saw a vagina." Justin's snapping photos. Really? And I'm, I'm going get a better one. <laughs> No, 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 no. Tell, tell them what, the, what, the, what your friend upstairs said. Oh, I got busted. She's all the way up. My friend Debbie from Philadelphia, she texts me. She texts me. She was all the way up and saw it. Says, what a perv. <laughs> she texts me. What a perv. My hands were in my... No. She says that she goes, and your son's hands are in his lap the whole time. I wonder why. Oh, my God. She noticed oh it all the way in the second rafters. That's humiliating. Oh, yeah. She, this is how noticeable we were. Yeah, I, so, I, I believe mean, it. What are we supposed to do? Seriously, well, there was no way. The, you what? took the photo, like you sl slid the thing and everything. You took five <laughs> minutes to take a photo. <laughs> That's the other thing. He teaches me how to be technologically more proficient. I didn't know with the iPhone, in. but you just take the little camera thing, you go, and it unlocks it, and it goes right to the camera. I'm here like this. 
with the trombone trying to what? see it, going, vroom, vroom, I'm going, oh, how do you yeah, work absolutely. one of these things? I'm trying to get a good shot. You can just, like this, do Yeah, it. that's one of the and little tricks. And it goes tricks. right to the camera. I had to yeah. teach him that. Right He's had an iPhone for two years. I just taught him that. Would really? You I don't have one. Yeah, so anyway, I'm not the cool dad to him. I, yeah. Not at all. Even though I got him the courtside seats, I got the backstage hang with all the free food and so everything. I mean, it was unbelievable. No celebrities last night, though. Yeah, just yeah. you. No, no, John McEnroe, of which I said to my son, do you know who John McEnroe is? No, not no, a clue. So I'm not cool there either. Who is John. it? Who's that? You know who John McEnroe is no. either? This player. Oh, my I God. If this guy thought this, he'd shoot himself. <laughs> <laughs> he who loves to he? be famous, this guy. And you, you, no one in this room knows who he is. Who is, is he? Yeah, he's a famous tennis player. Oh. But how about <laughs> one of the top tennis players of all time? He's a broadcaster now. He's in... He's in uh, even in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm doing guest spots. I guess it's not working for him. He's famous for getting really angry on yes. the court. Mm. He would go. He would go up to the to the umpires, the judges. <laughs> 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 he didn't go up to them and snore. That's <laughs> what is, I'm is, doing. Is he the one who got beat by the girl? No, no, that's Bobby Riggs. That's like 1920. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is like modern. The guy's still around. Riggs has been tennis. dead for years. Where do you come up with that one? I follow tennis. Oh, I know Sorry. you don't follow. Cool. <laughs> See, you're getting, he gave me the furrowed brow. You just saw an example of how he is, how I'm not cool with him. Okay? So, yeah, even, our, even today's guest, I'm going, you know what a Kennedy is? He goes, oh, no, Kennedy Airport. Oh, that, yeah, he'll learn. That's right. a big deal. Kennedys are big deal. Yeah. But, you so, got to know but, the Kennedys. And Rat Pack, forget that. Yeah. You know, oh. then you got to go Ocean's Eleven, this one. Yeah. So George Clooney's not coming in, nor his son or anybody's ever been. <laughs> right. But anyway, but that's who's coming up. Christopher Lawford's coming up. He's going to talk about his book. And he has, actually has a couple books about recovery. About recovery, he has, uh, I believe, 24 years uh, clean and sober. He's going to talk about that. He's, he's interviewed... I think a hundred people, and he wrote a book with his cousin, another Kennedy, Patrick Kennedy, who is uh, a politician, mm -hmm. who is also in recovery. Kennedy's got some drinking issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some sex yeah. addiction. I wonder if they ever talked about Uncle Ted, you know, driving into the into Chappaquiddick with the lady. Yeah, you know, know about that oh, one, yeah. huh? I yeah. love the Kennedys. That was obviously a drunk driving story. But I wonder if they address those things, you know, with, within the family. I mean, you know, I wonder if they, they really, if they really get honest about that kind of stuff. I don't know about that. There's also another case where another uh, Kennedy brother came out against the media and came out against the. Um, they were uh, trying a guy for uh, murder. Twenty five years later, one of the Skakels, which is also related uh, through the, uh, the maternal way. Uh, a murder took place, and they, they and this guy Skakel, but but then the Kennedys were coming out supporting him. But, you know, because he's part of the family. I mean, what do you do about that with the family? We'll talk about it. It's Christopher Lawford's coming up. He's been on All My Children. He's got quite a, quite a resume, quite a background. He's coming up on our show in the next hour. So email us or go to our website, craigshoemakershow.com. Give us some feedback. Give us some questions. Go to my Facebook page. Press like. Uh, ask a question of uh, Christopher Lawford if you like. Ask us a question. You know, you can give me another review of Les Mis and take me down even further. Chance cancel totally today. Changed. I'm gonna go see the friggin' Hobbit. <laughs> see ya. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Stamps.com is a quick and easy way to get postage. Never go to the post office again.
Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HF to get a very, very special offer for our listeners. That's stamps.com. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pets supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff. System 2. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Hey, Toadop listeners, what's going on? This is Christian Harloff. And I am Mark Ellis from Schmoes No. We are the only video reviewers accredited on Rotten Tomatoes. Look and now, you. Christian, Look somehow we got our own podcast on the Toad Hop Network. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We basically go back and forth. And we have a co-host, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica. We talk movies. It's just kind of back and forth, regular people talking movies. We start talking movies at tangents into a number of different things. Sometimes yeah. we ask for it. Sometimes we don't. We take a lot of calls yeah. from everybody in our uh, dutifully named city, Schmoville. Those are our fans. To take a lot of tweets, yep. so make sure you check out the Schmoes No Movies podcast every Thursday night on the Toad Hop Network from 8 to 10 p.m. Yes, indeed. And if you miss it, go back, watch it on the ToadHopNetwork.com, download it on the audio from iTunes. Because look, we see movies before a lot of people do, but we can tell you about them if you like them. <laughs> blah blah blah, you know that kind of stuff. Do your own horror there with our oh, press no, no, screens. No, While you are at our site or you're on iTunes, yes. please leave a comment and rate the podcast. Make us number one because we need it. We have self-esteem issues. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered.
the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Can I just say it's been worth watching for a record number of people for us. Did you hear? Our new year ended with 60,000 downloads. That's nice. great. Yeah, nice. we're doing all right, man. I'm, I'm very excited. Happy New Year and happy, happy New Year to all of you. And thank you for supporting our show. We're having so much fun doing it. Please give us a dollar so we make something. <laughs> and I really need money after last night. I lost, a, I lost more money than I ever lost in a bet. And speaking of, I'm going to get it back a dollar at a time. Our guest yes. is going to settle a bet yes. for us. Usually uh -oh. you can go to Wikipedia, but now we're going to go right to the source. <laughs> Christopher Kennedy Lawford is here. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's great to be here, guys. Now you are, we're going to get to all of your stuff oh, that you're up to, and there's some fans of yours from the soap opera you're uh -oh. on, and there's Long fans of your ago. dad and the Rat Pack and stuff like that. Speaking of the Rat Pack. <laughs> we have a bet going on with Sarah Sweet, Miss mm -hmm. Know-It-All over mm -hmm. here. She, I guess, was researching you, and she says that... Uh, 
Shirley McLean. Shirley McLean was in the Rat Pack, okay? And I said, yes. not in yes. the Rat Pack. I will bet you a dollar she was not in the Rat Pack. She was considered the only uh, female. No, no, there was no considered in the bet. The, the bet I mean, was, is she in the Rat Pack or not? You are the son of the original Rat Pack, Peter Lawford. Tell us the answer to this. I've heard that, too. I've heard it, too. But I would say this. Angie Dick, I mean, it was a, it was a guy's club. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was actually started by Humphrey Bogart. No. Yeah. A long, long time ago. I didn't it know It actually that. started by him. And Lauren Bacall told me this. And then there was no, there were never any women in it. Um, but Angie Dickinson was the one who, because. A couple guys banged her. <laughs> I don't know about that. Nobody banged Shirley. Nobody banged Shirley. They didn't. Oh, she was the mascot. So she was. She was, <laughs> she was cheering. They didn't bang she, was, her. she was cheering in a uniform while she was they were like a little hooking sister. up with Angie Dickinson. But Angie Dickinson was. Well, she was Angie Dickinson. Yeah, and she was in the she movies was, and stuff. Shirley MacLaine wasn't even in a Rat yeah, Pack was, movie. How can you consider had, her in? Give me a dollar. She had the she crazy temperament for it. Right. Okay. Maybe that. I will give you that, but she would not be considered. Here, we're going to the original source. Here, give me a dollar. Then I'll be down. I'm, 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 I'm kind of hedging on this, but I would. I if 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 you if you held me to who won, I would. I'd, I'd have to give it to him. No, oh. I don't. I don't buy it. You get, what do you, I don't care if you buy it. <laughs> yep. Apparently, you're going yeah. to be down a dollar to buy something because you're giving me that dollar. No, that I'm is, not because I'm not convinced. <laughs> She's not convinced. How can you not go to the source? We have a source here. I'm hedging. I'm hedging. So let's take But I said if I, I, if said, I had to give an uh, answer. If I had to give an answer. Listen, I am down. Coach. I am down. I, we're talking about addiction, okay, with, with Christopher Kennedy. I want to know we're going to talk about addiction. The, uh, I lost more stuff. money than I ever have in my life last night. That's now, here's my justification. Now, we all do this as addicts, don't we? We justify and rationalize. Did you we not do. do that when you were drinking and using? I you did. rationalized every single drink that you ever had. I did. Now, even though you came from an alcoholic background, correct? Correct. A lot of Kennedy's alcoholics, that's well known. It runs in it gallops in my family. <laughs> gallops. <laughs> it just doesn't run yeah, at no, gallops. It gallops. It's winning races. <laughs> it's winning races. Yeah, so you have it in your blood. And yet each drink, did you say to yourself, oh, I have a re reason for this and a rationalization for this, a justification I for liked this? it. <laughs> I just liked it. I mean, you know, I, I remember a psychiatrist at Harvard asked me, he goes, why do you think? He said, I just like it. He goes, you think that's the only reason you do it? And I, I actually, at the time I did, I didn't realize. It wasn't until I was about seven years sober when I realized why I was drinking all that time. Right, right. That, then things started then to you, be revealed then you, to you. Then you start understanding how difficult living life on life's terms are. And, yeah. And, and it's, oh, interesting. It's interesting, by the way, uh, speaking of your dad is Peter Lawford, who married a Kennedy, Okay. And so you you got the double uh, whammy. You've got the the celebrity this and celebrity the politician side and the it was Hollywood all good, side. Man. I mean, was I it really? It That's yeah. all good. It's all good. I can't. Cons I, I could. I guess it would be somewhat good, but there's that other darker side to it, isn't there? No. Everybody's got darkness. Everybody's got. Yes, I mean, they it's do. Like I had really really interesting people. Really really amazing people. I mean, my you know I'm really proud of where I come from mm -hmm. on all of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, my dad was, God bless him, was an amazingly talented guy. He got, my father should have stayed on the beach. He was a surfer. He, he did love being tanned. He was a too. surfer and he loved yeah. girls and he loved movies and he should have just done that. He got stuck between Joe Kennedy and Frank Sinatra. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. You want to talk about your worst nightmare? Why? He did. Well, I'll tell you, it, it was a, a oh, that was a major no, no. deal. Was a, that was like uh, some even mob stuff going they, on. I mean, they were just, they were Big, nasty guys who got mm. what they wanted and and made everybody pay. Yeah, mm. it was it was very mob like.
Mm-hmm. And didn't you hear about this? It says Joe Kennedy had Frank Sinatra help him with the, yeah. with the election. Am I right? I yeah. mean, obviously, you can well, speak to this a lot better than I can. Actually, I mean, my grandfather didn't have a whole lot to do with it. Jack, I mean, my mom loved Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. My father was in a war with Frank Sinatra because he, uh, Frank was mad at him because he took Ava Gardner to a premiere. And, and Frank thought he was sleeping with Ava Gardner. And Frank had a crazy obsession with mm-hmm. Ava Gardner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and he hated my dad. Right. But my mom, when she married my father, said, I, I, I love Frank Sinatra. And, and made my father, that went to a dinner and sat next to her and charmed Frank Sinatra. So they became friends again. And then when my uncle ran for president, Frank busted his butt. I mean, he did he did a song called uh what's that song oh, yeah. you know, with the ant no, did, did it my way what uh high hopes high hopes we got high and he recorded high hopes for for Jack Kennedy. Basically that was his yeah, theme he, song. I mean, that was this his was political way theme before song. Frank, he also helped Frank him with, was a Democrat. He also helped him with Chicago too. Yeah. He, oh, he, he called had, his mob guys in Chicago and helped well, them. we had we had Mayor Daly, we didn't need any money. <laughs> <laughs> we had he, the mayor. He helped out a lot, though. Frank Sinatra helped in this election. He, yeah, helped, he helped basically. You know, it was one of the closest elections in history against Richard Nixon, who yeah, was already then, in politics so, and he was already a thought, vice president. Fra- Frank Sinatra thought that my uncle would make his house the Western White House, so Frank had a helicopter pad built and the whole deal. Oh, really? Yeah, but mm-hmm. that, but what you know, it, he he was under surveillance because then he, my uncle became president. Bobby Kennedy was the Attorney General, and they they found. All these mob guys going in and out of Frank's house. Yeah, and so my uncle Bobby called my father and said, "You got to tell Frank that the president can't stay at his house. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't stay in the same place Sam Giacona stands." And, and right. by the way, right. Robert Kennedy was known as the guy who went after Hoffa yeah. and all the mob yeah. people. So he's known for this. And then, ironically, and so my that's father who helped had him to get go elected. tell Frank Sinatra that the president wasn't going to stay at his house, and Frank killed the messenger and blew up the helicopter pad. So oh, that wow. was. <laughs> wow, he's but, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, he was a he wow. was an explosive guy. Yeah, he yeah. Did. And then but the anyways, all thing. of those guys, and I tell this a lot because everybody thinks that those guys, and they did, they had everything you could possibly want in this world. They had talent, they had good looks, they had money, they had mm-hmm. women, they had money, they had everything you could right. want, <laughs> and they all died pretty miserably. Yeah. Of this, I wanted to get to that. I wanted to get to that because I think that's a really important thing. So, if you don't want to die like the Rat Pack, buy my book. (laughs) Recover to live, and come see me at the uh, because you because you've lived this. I mean, you lived it. You've get to see. This is what I wanted to get to: is what's cool to people. I mean, now we have modern day cool. Of I guess it's cool to be a Kardashian. But when you get yikes, come on, is that the best we can I, do? I know, as a I know. You had the Rat Pack. I mean, we have the Kardashians. Yeah. What, a, what a horrible <laughs> testimony to the oh, generations. God. I have my son here with me. You know, he's who? Who? You? He's not into Kardashian. No, he's in a, a Rob Durdak or whatever his name is. What's that guy's name? Who's cool out there? Who's cool these days, Justin? I don't mean to stump you. He usually has this answer. <laughs> Justin Bieber. No, God, don't even say that. He has a joke in my act about Justin Bieber. He goes, Dad, how come Justin Bieber doesn't shop at Sports Authority? Because he likes dicks. <laughs> that came from my son when he was 12, thank you. So he's not a Justin Bieber guy. But what's cool was, I just saw your dad in another documentary, by the way, about Paul Williams. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Called yeah. Still Alive. No, Paul's a very good friend. Good, I think he's coming guy. next week. Great guy. So, Paul, see, uh, so your dad's in it on the Mike Douglas show. And they are blasted, wasted on the show. It's, it's on I the, was on, with them in the green room. No, you were not. Oh, hours. my God. That's so cool. So I'm watching this and I'm going, <laughs> but I'm saying to myself now that, you know, I've got a number of years off of this stuff. It isn't cool. 
Because, but at the time, you're looking at them, and they're smoking cigarettes on the show. It was a different culture. But it was a different culture. But still, as you said, at the end of the day, though, cool doesn't necessarily mean happiness or fulfillment because no. it's never going to be filled. The amount of women, money, and all that is never going to fill your soul, right? If you Isn't got that this, the, one of the points of this, what you're saying? If you got this problem, I would imagine there are people walking around on the planet who get enough of the stuff of this world. I mean, I do on a certain on any given day today, even though I'm still an addict in recovery. Mm-hmm. I still I can get enough of material of the material world. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't it's not I'm not insatiable anymore. I think there are plenty mm-hmm. of people walking mm-hmm. on the planet today that don't have that insatiable appetite for stuff. And you believe that's the difference between an addict and a non-addict? I I think it's a one normie. of them. Yeah, I think I've never been normal, so it's hard for me to. <laughs> <laughs> but we know normal people, and it's like you said, you assume that there are people out there that have enough. I mean, That's what right. is enough? That's right. I, I have a, a story I told my son on the way in. We have a, a long line, just like we're not famous like the Kennedys and like the Lawfords, but we come from a long line of DNA. That's right. Of there's like you know that that behavior that starts at an early age. I was babysitting my nephew when he was two years old, and I told my son on the way in, this was it in this is it in. Uh, recovery in a nutshell. I was feeding him, right? And he's two years old. He could hardly even talk. And he would l- literally put the food in his cheek, storing it. And then before I get another spoonful, he would go, more, more. <laughs> and then it. he would put it in the other side, looking like a squirrel, and go, more. I said, swallow, more. I go, wow, this is like me. And then I would, like, throw him up in the air. I did this King of the Castle thing, and I would throw him up in the air. On the way down, he would go, again, right. again. Right. And then, and then he was on a swing, and I'll never forget, I'm swinging him. I'm practically making him go over the bar. Like the kid, he's two years old, and he fell. He kept going higher, higher, higher. And that is it in a nutshell, right? More again and higher. Right. So then I go, I cuddled him in my arms. He was crying. And I swear to God, his first words were, I go, are you okay, Quentin? Are you okay? And he goes, again. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it doesn't matter how down you are. You're, you're down for the count. You just go, again, because something has to fill me. That's right. Is what you think. That's the illusion that's out there. But it never does, does it? It's no, I, Well, it doesn't. If you're one of us but I, it was interesting doing this book recover to live i talked drew pinsky's in it and he's one of the experts um, you know I, I interviewed yeah he's a great and he's a great guy and he and he talks a little bit about the sort of the geography of this thing that mm-hmm. there are pockets in the world of people like the irish and the eastern europeans and and there's this this idea that maybe those folks have been they've been conquered a lot like this idea there's no oh, science interesting. in it so okay. so this idea that there is there are these people that go cuz if you if you walk into a bunch of alcoholics or addicts and you go the huns are coming over the hill they don't go let's go find a place to hide they go like fine let's get a chair or, or something let's go get them you know and so this idea that get you get drunk first yeah. right okay. right but but this idea that this this thing and then if you're not being conquered what do you do with that instinct mm. so interesting but 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 this speaks to a bigger point which is one of the things i talk about i think about the benefits of addiction like world mm. war ii Neville, mm-hmm. Chamberlain, never, Neville Chamberlain was the appeaser. He didn't get Adolf Hitler. He was also a normal guy. He didn't right. have any of these illnesses that we know about. Right. It took a depressed alcoholic Churchill. to really right. understand yeah. Adolf Hitler. So mm-hmm. will Tiger Woods ever play golf again? Mm-hmm. Would Bill Clinton be the same guy without Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> Would you know Ulysses S. Grant be the same guy without an eating disorder? This idea, Jack Kennedy, any of these people that we admire, I mean, you look at yeah. them and you go, 
where is this brain thing? Because mm-hmm. this is a brain illness. How it manifests is... In, is, in a number of different ways. In a, it could a be, number of different ways. I made mine into gambling now. Okay, right. go ahead. Okay, right. <laughs> but it, but it, makes, it makes for very interesting people, very destructive sometimes. Yeah. But very accomplished, very interesting, very, mm-hmm. you know, creative. It's I mean, what drives some people to become that Absolutely. Great because there's some resentment that they're trying to get back at someone. Or whatever. Me, or it was all the girls that wouldn't go to the prom with me. They, they were the head of my you list. Go. There you go. Whatever I'll show takes. them. <laughs> 13 girls shot me down. Question. But anyway, I'm still not over if you, it. Go ahead. If you, rem- if you heal this part of you, are you still going to be as creative and do those daring things that's, and be as that's the, the Yes, you will. And you'll actually be more creative. Yeah, but the point is there is a period of, there's a fallow period of time. Mm-hmm. You, you, because you have to adjust. Recovery is about adjusting hmm. to recover, and it's it's about moving from one extreme really to another. I'm just as crazy today, maybe crazier oh, than I was when I was using, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and certainly more interesting. Interesting, because I I hang out with a bunch of drunks now. There's nobody more boring yeah. than an alcoholic. Oh my God, yeah, repetitive, I mean, really repetitive, same dull, thing, boring, but they bullish. think they're really, but but whatever that thing is that drives them to kill themselves with alcohol, drugs, sex, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is is the thing that's still there. Is it in recovery? It's just you can you can focus it into. Into more other interesting, things. more interesting, it, much more interesting. Well, it, it, to me, you get more in touch with uh, if your creative source is the creator or whatever your higher power, whatever you want to call it. To tap into that creative source is a much better way to live than just tapping into what's on our minds and from our fears and from the, our desires that drive us. Mm-hmm. Now we're driven by a much more kind of balanced spiritual force, and you tap much more into that than you can if you are clouding yourself with all these other addictions. Right. I was out of my mind last night, for instance, and I was not present. I went, took my kids to the game, and the Sixers were playing the Lakers. And my justification, again, like an addict, my rationalization and justification, I made a, the, most, the biggest bet I've ever made in my life. <laughs> and it was like, they, so the, the, it's called the money line. And the, the Sixers were, were the underdog, and the Lakers were favored. So I had to bet eight hundred and fifty dollars to win two hundred dollars. I had to bet eight fifty to win two fifty, and then I did another bet where I bought points, so it was six and a half. So I, I basically I'm a thousand dollars, and I have to. So now I'm sitting at the game, and I'm going, "Here's my rationalization." I go, "I have great seats. I'm with my kids. I'm having a good time. A lot of this stuff's for free. This is fantastic. I got valet parking. There I am, courtside. So so thousand dollars. <laughs> if this costs me a thousand dollars, I'm okay. So now here's what happens. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> I love when, when an addict, that's how you know. When you're yeah. here listening to this story right now, if you're questioning if you're an addict or not, if you identify with right. what I'm saying, you are. Right. Okay, so, 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 so I'm sitting there, and I'm watching a game, and I'm going, well, the Sixers are really coming out strong, but they'll lose in the end, and then I'll make my $1,000, and this will be really cool. Or no, it actually wouldn't even be $1,000. I was betting 1000 to win like a few hundred. Mm-hmm. But I'm going, I'll make a few hundred dollars on this. And by the way, I'm also trying to get back at the bookie because I've been losing lately. Right. So now it's, you know what I mean? You've got to get that. You're going to get it. <laughs> and then now it's coming down to the end. I'm going, they're actually going to lose. So I've now spent my entire night not being present and active with my kids and having a good time. I took a couple shots of cheerleaders, asses. But still, here I was looking at the scoreboard, 
And that's the way life is. That's it. That's the way it is when you're an addict is you're looking at a scoreboard. You're looking for an outcome instead of being present in, in the now. When you when you identify with that a bit yeah, when you're I in mean, your was, in your moments. It was really interesting doing this book, Recover to Live, because I, I got to interview a lot of people about these illnesses, wow. the substance, particularly the process. Mm-hmm. There's no question about alcohol and drugs. Get, get whatever whatever form that comes in, I'll take as much as you have. Yeah. For as long as I can. Right. Um, but with, you know, seven Sex, uh, sex, I would say, you know, are you an addict? Where, where are you on the continuum? Mm-hmm. And gambling is not something that I could ever do because I can't stand losing money. Right. I remember I did this movie with Anthony Hopkins where we had to go. It was called The World's Fastest Indian. We, we, we oh, shot yeah. it in a little crappy uh, casino town in Nevada. And we were there for like Laughlin? three weeks. I can't remember where it was, okay. but it was really funny. We we lived in this crappy little hotel, and every night Tony would go and hit the slot machines, and these people would walk through the thing, and they go, "Is that Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> <laughs> the slot machine over there?" And I go, and uh, but but I I remember I I walked to that t- the first day I got there, I sat down and I played that game where you get three cards. I can't remember, and I got a, a royal straight flush. I won. 800 bucks. Wow. wow. The first hand, I wait, uh, and I didn't play again. Yeah. No. Three weeks, I didn't sit down because I won, and I can do that with gambling. I can't yeah. do it with anything else, pretty much. Right. I mean, you know, I can, it either, it's all or nothing with me. I either have to, you know, with the food and the sex thing. It's and the, se- the sex thing, it's yeah. like, you know, when do you get to that point where you just go, this is enough, and it's simplified. I, I talked to my son about that on the way here, too, is the simplification of life, is when you can get down to the the basics and, the, and you know, get rid of all the stuff that you think is going to, well, first of all, it distracts you right. from getting to that source. Right. And living in that source, isn't that the better space to be? I, and you're not in that space if you're acting out on any of these impulses. Right. And I, but I think the, the, the interesting thing about addicts are we push the envelope on all this stuff. People, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of fear. And so oh, we do have a lot of fear and we sort of blow through it. Mask and we, it, yeah. yeah and, we, and we, you know, these kinds of things, it's about finding what works for you in your life. I'm not a prohibitionist. People get really weird about, you know, I've been sober 26 years and people do interviews with me. They go, do you mind if I drink? And I'm like thinking... Yeah. I would kill myself if I was worrying about what you were drinking. Okay, like you would have been dead long yeah, ago. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, do you especially think your for, family. Yeah, do you think for a moment <laughs> that I care what you're drinking? I mean, right, if right. so, I care if you're obnoxious. Right. But I would care if you didn't have anything to drink. If you were obnoxious right, yeah, with me, if you're in your face, if you have bad breath, whether it's booze, breath, or garlic, I'm out. But they're okay? they're, they're <laughs> thinking like that. Their yeah. al- they're drinking alcohol is going to somehow like send Trigger. me over the edge, yeah. and it's like. That's not what this is about. It's it's a it's a process of so this book is about kind of trying to let people know because it's always cost benefit. Like mm-hmm. I didn't get sober a moment before I had to, and even then I was ten years down the road mm-hmm. because that's what it took for someone like me. But wow. but you've got to like it's not a, like this isn't a this isn't a good idea, and then you stop. It's like where it where is the harm? How much harm do you have in your life, and are you willing to change mm-hmm. for most of us? Some people, you know, just this is an interesting fact. 22 million people in this country have a chemical dependency mm-hmm. to, 22 alcohol, million. to alcohol or drugs. That's what okay. Nida says. There's 60 million people who have a non-dependent use disorder. Mm. You know the mean? difference? No. It's In the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, which was written by Bill Wilson and this other mm-hmm. guy who started AA, he talks about the difference between an alcoholic and a hard drinker. We're hard. These are hard drinkers. These people have problems too. Nobody ever addresses them. They can actually be cured of this thing. 
Whereas alcoholics and addicts can't be. It's a chronic disease that you have to manage for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. How do you know which one you are? That's the tricky part. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know, but, but there are 60 million people here who drink a little bit too much who might get benefit from this book because this book isn't about, like, put your drugs and alcohol away. Right. It's like, where are you on the continuum and what do you want to do? Maybe you can moderate it. Maybe wow. you can manage it. Maybe you can. I feel that way about a lot of topics, by the way, even the gun control, that, you know, not to bring up another issue, right. but I, I've been, uh, you know, going at it, so to speak, with people on right. Facebook Absolutely. and things. And that's how they hear it. They hear, ban the guns. Yeah, yeah, right. You are not going to take my guns. And the people say, when you suggest maybe there's a M16s, maybe there's something, maybe don't, maybe there's something else honey. you can explore. There's, right. a, there, there's a different color to all right. of this. And with the alcoholism, with drug addiction, it's not ban the drugs. Right. And then they, they go, it doesn't work. No, it, it doesn't work. Neither does banning alcohol. Neither does uh, yeah. it doesn't always work one hundred percent. But it's about kind of extending the conversation, education, and yeah. education, right. and working with. And you find out for yourself what works that's best right. for you. I think that's a lot of what recovery is. We're going to talk. It's actually called Recover to Live. It's a book written by Christopher Kennedy Lawford, who's our special guest here. Uh, we, we're going to discuss uh, a lot of other things when we come back from the break. You stick around with us. Absolutely. All right. Uh, he's coming in. We'll take your calls. By the way, you can give us a call. call Call Christopher Kennedy Lawford and us here at Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker, 323-622-8623. That spells toad. Okay? And Sarah's going to get to some questions she Shut has for, for Christopher Kennedy up. Lawford. Shut your face. Come on, oh, Sarah. Yeah, come on, Sarah. <laughs> Talk about the stuff. He's going to archive the show and find out what you said beforehand. <laughs> Craig's such an asshole. <laughs> We're going to find out what an asshole I am right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to Soda Stream. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. What's happening, Toad Hop listeners? This is Ari Shafir. Jason Tebow. And Sam Tripoli from the Punch Drunk Sports Comedy Podcast. Check us out live every uh, Tuesday from noon to 2 p.m. Pacific time. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes, dummies. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. You Holla at your boy. That. You just say that so, like, it sounds like you're acting. Really? Yeah, it's like, and while you're there, leave a comment. It's like, I... Uh, Okay, and while you're there, man, leave a comment. Tell us how much you like us. Still sounds off, dude. It seems like you're trying to sell me a Pepsi. How? I don't know. Well, how would you do it? Hey, while you're there, leave a comment. Like, imagine you were talking to a person, a human. Yeah, while you're there, leave a comment. Great show. That's way better. That's way better. Nailed it. What? Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. Does your car smell like you need scent bomb? Does your house smell like get some scent bomb? Does the bathroom smell like 
Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers that type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall. Just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home with style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Was any of that on the air, by the way? Was any of that on the air? That's happened no. before. What? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay, I'm just wondering. I didn't get any anybody calling. By the way, give us a call if you want to talk to Christopher Kennedy. Lawford is here. He wrote a book called uh, Recovery, Recover to Live, and he'll, he'll be at a book sign if you want to go see him personally. Kick any habit, manage any addiction. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. It's, it is awesome. Sarah was really engaged yeah. in the conversation off, off the, uh, off the air. The of that That's what I was asking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you'll, you guys can continue that. I'll just yeah. listen. But I, I want to tell everybody where I'm going to be tomorrow night. Yeah, yes. at Barnes & Noble at 3rd Street Promenade. Promenade. Okay. We have a lot of li listeners here. Is no, it the one at the Grove? 3rd no, Street no. Promenade oh. is different. Oh. It's Santa in Santa Monica. Monica. Tomorrow at 7 p.m., okay, it's, yeah. it's called Recover to Live, and you'll have a book signing. I am. So yeah. how does that work? They buy the book, and you walk up, they walk up to you, and well, they I, say... I do a little... I talk a little bit about what's in it, and you I do. answer some questions, yeah. And okay. Then, they, then they, hopefully they buy the book or a bunch of books. I'm trying to get people to buy this book in recovery so it gets on the bestseller list so people give a shit. <laughs> because nobody cares, nobody yeah. wants to talk about this illness, yeah. and the only reason they'll have me or any of these really smart people that are in this book 
on shows like you. Because they're you, celebrities? You have it because you care about this yeah. issue. But a lot of people in the media don't care. No. And they don't want to really talk about it. So, Would you think it's a not care or a denial or a fr or fear? It's just, it doesn't. I think it it's a combination of all of them, Chris. It doesn't bring the, addiction is like, oh, God, I don't want to hear about this. Because everybody's got but it. What's, I'm saying, what's the root it? of that? Mm. What is the root of why the they're saying that? Denial I think, and they don't want to deal with it. Fear. Yeah. yeah, fear. It's, I was it. talking to, again, Justin, about fear. False evidence appearing real. It's always seems it's an illusion of fear. It's never mm -hmm. true. No, it's if you not. really look at a fear, it's never really, it never doesn't exist. It's in your mind, and it's been planted in you. That's right. It's in your DNA. It's how you're wired. Is and you, people out there think we can't do anything about this. We have changed the landscape around this illness 180 degrees we've got oh a long God. way to go think about when your dad yeah, when your exactly. dad was around no it was it, almost it, nothing, nothing like this no. it was the coolest thing you could do is to have a cigarette yeah. which is also the consciousness has changed with that why can't it change totally. with this totally and people did talk about that and they opened up the dialogue that's all that's all one asked for i was again i was having that debate with the guns and everything just start changing the dialogue listen we changed it with texting right okay we don't text as much. You're not going to stop people from having accidents and texting. We were hit. We had a rear end. A girl was texting, uh, but it's less. It's just right. less because you have a law. It's less because you have smoking. You know, there's people that smoke in buildings now, but it's less. And there's always the initial protest with everything, right? Joe Califano, who is the Secretary of Health, Education, and Welfare under Jimmy Carter, who initiated the war on tobacco, said to me in this book, in Recover to Live, I interviewed mm -hmm. him for it. He said when he sent a he sent an email to everybody in HEW, which is the Health, Education, and mm -hmm. Welfare, which is the federal office of health in this country, that you could no longer smoke at your desk. When he went to work the next day in 1976 everybody in that building was out in front with signs go demanding wow. their right to smoke at their desk he said mm. the war on tobacco was one when the realtors in new york realized they could sell their buildings for more money if people didn't smoke in them mm. it's all mm. about money, oh my money. God. Okay. i've never heard that one Oh. I'm always like, look at the True. root of the evil is always now, the money. Just but, like with but, the guns, again, it's it's the, it's the people that make the guns. They right. they have a real investment, so a huge to speak, investment in this. And same with tobacco. But the, but at least the consciousness starts to change. You know, even seatbelts and drunk right. driving, no, mothers deal. against drunk driving. Big deal. Look we how that happened. That. I mean, right. I do you remember when that first came about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people were like... I was like, F these mothers. Right, no, that's right. <laughs> you know They're not going to tell me, because right. you think that you're conscious behind the wheel. The, the biggest drunk you could be, you always think that I'm the one who's different. Am I right about that? Did you have that when you were drinking? Did you think I was, but I did have that. <laughs> <laughs> you had such belief that you still believe it. Twenty six years there later, twenty seven years later. Even though you believe that you were true, you were a great drunk driver, weren't you? <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. How many drunk driving accidents did you None. have? Oh, really? But I was close on a lot of them, but mm -hmm. it was only because I was so good that I didn't get in an accident. I had one where I plowed into the guy and I yeah, made it's and, terrible. and then I and then I started uh, beating him, I started punching him. And then I and then I, I stopped. Something made me stop and then the cop showed up. And then he starts coming after me, and I'm going, look, he's coming after me. And I reversed it. That's what a clever drunk I was. I had the cop convinced that he was beating me. After I had already pounded him and smashed his car. And you wonder why we're not well thought of. <laughs> so, I, so this, it's not just about alcoholism. It's any yeah. addiction, no, right, well, in this book. You know, what's interesting yeah. is the American Society of Addiction Medicine came out. When I tried to sell this book, every publisher wanted me to keep it to drugs and alcohol. They did, thought it was too broad. And I said no, because I, in recovery, I realized everybody that gets sober usually presents with one or more of these things. Yeah. They don't just present with alcoholism. They either smoke or they have a sex issue or a gambling issue, along with their alcoholism or mm -hmm. drug addiction. So 
And even if they don't, in recovery, they develop them later on. It's like that terrible game, Whack-A-Mole, when you keep hitting the ball wow. and the other one pops up. Wow. Well, but the truth is, the, when, at, right after yeah. I made the deal with this publisher, the American Society of Addiction Medicine came out and said, that redefined addiction as a brain illness, not, a, not an illness of bad choices or bad behaviors. So there's no difference between substance addiction and process addiction. It's very hard for people to get their, wrap their brains around the fact that people can have a sex addiction, but they do. Interesting. And by the way, people do believe when you go into denial that they can beat the whack-a-mole, and it will take them a lot of quarters to try. I can, right. I, I, you know, I'm going to set right. the record here. That's right. <laughs> you go crazy. Try it's just one pops up and another one pops oh up. My God, I have to read this book. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I feel like we have one to, sale yeah. here. I'm going to come to the book signing tomorrow. To, where's the book yeah. signing, Sarah? It's at the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica at seven. At seven o'clock tomorrow at, seven. at the Barnes there. and Noble. You're going too, John. Oh my yeah, God. A few blocks away. We both have to go. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm glad awesome. just you just recruited at least two people out of I, our sixty thousand. I got a call today from a psychologist who teaches at the University of Washington who read this book and he said every psychologist, anybody that yeah. ever gets comes in touch with this illness should read this book. It's a really good book, not just because I wrote it. I got a lot of help doing it, but the people that are in it, it's not my opinion. This is the opinion of people that really know what they're talking about. It's yeah. all in one place for folks. It's really could be a useful tool. That's Speaking really of authoring useful. the book, you authored uh What's it like working with another author? And your cousin, uh, Patrick, uh, authored a book with you. Okay. No, actually, we're, he did the forward to this book. Just the forward? He did the forward. Him and Jim Ramstead did the forward to I this I thought he book. wrote it with you. No, he... No, really? he's writing his own book. And oh, okay. But he's, Patrick is my, he's, I, I love him to death, and we've, we do a lot because he cares a lot about this illness. He does, he focuses on brain issues and traumatic. Brain? Yeah. Yeah, sort of mental health issues, mm -hmm. but a bigger of which the Kennedys have a long line of, uh, there's a lot of mental well, health my, issues, right? My, my, aside from the addiction issues, my, mm -hmm. my, my aunt Rosemary right. had, was actually had, she didn't have mental, she probably had bipolar disorder and she was, lobotomized. Yeah. She was lobotomized wow. for it. Now this, you have to understand this happened 70 years ago. That was the solution was to mm -hmm. take out somebody's brain mm -hmm. for bipolar disorder. Okay? And they gave her a lobotomy? My grandfather did. And, and was t was tortured about it for his whole life and that was that that engendered my family's commitment to mental health so that's that wow. my aunt Eunice started special olympics yeah. so my family did an enormous amount of good for folks mm. with intellectual disabilities because of something that happened in our own family. Mm. Yeah, well, that was the bottom. So he had to live with this, and he left. He lived with the guilt of it. Your grandfather. Yeah, he lived Joe with the guilt of it, but also you, you know, it, it, in the in the spirit of making, you know, lemonade out of lemons. That's that's what all of this is about. People need to stop looking at these things as 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 all bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. There's always there's always some good that can come out of this stuff. So if, if you, you choose. confront of it, if you confront it and you're yeah. honest about it and you and you look at it that way. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy we're here today. That's a, that's a great wow, message yeah. to, to leave us with is because it is about a choice. And Absolutely. if you if you make a choice in this and the Kennedys have have, have done this with a number of topics, mm -hmm. which uh, a number of subjects that we can that you're faced with in, in life, even immigration. Your your Uncle Ted was. Uh, yeah, right. And my, my, my cousin Teddy had his leg 
cut cut off from cancer, and he works with people with physical disabilities. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of us have. I've, I do this with this issue. My other, some of my cousins do it with environmental stuff or human rights stuff. I mean, it's 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 a it's an ethic that we grew up with. It's also very American. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, and and we've we've moved far away from that. Yeah, where we look at things and we we say we're all in this together. How can we make it better? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people do that whole rah rah America thing, but it's not backed up by something substantial. And uh, this is very spiritual to, mm-hmm. to, to live like this. This is the way, if you are going to follow any religion, at its core is about giving back and it's about peace and harmony Absolutely. and how we all live as one and how we can help help one another, especially someone who's disenfranchised or poor. But a lot of times what we're doing right now is we're divided. Our country right. seems to be divided in these rah, rah, stop looking at it that way. If you don't like it, then move. And th- those kind of people. No, we're saying no. Just want to make this a little better. Our strength Let's, comes from our diversity and yeah. from our for our willingness to help. You know, I mean, this is the immigration made this country great. I mean, it was that's what it, this place is all about. Yeah, and I remember uh, your uncle Ted speaking about that. It's like yeah. he used to look out into where they, they came in in the ships in Absolutely, Boston, yeah. where they brought his uh, ancestors. That's where they were from. And we have to always be remember at our core that we're all one on this planet. And I really do appreciate what you did in this book. That's what you talk about. So tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to see if my wife will go on our. We have a date tomorrow. Oh, All right, yeah, it's date good. night with the wife. Okay, <laughs> we got a double date, and uh, we're going to. I'm going to see if she can have a little diversion and pop in and see you. Oh, but we know that Sarah Sweet and Joel guys, they're going to come see you. But mm-hmm. uh, thank you so much for being here. That's I really appreciate great. it. Christopher Kennedy Lawford, go to his Facebook page. Uh, you can look it up. By the way, look at the book right now. Is uh, see, look at that. He's. He's got, the, he's got the photograph he on the front. Huh? He is a Kennedy. He's good looking, okay? Now I can't look him in the eye again. <laughs> <laughs> she, goes, she went through this with Dr. Drew. Oh, I have a huge crush oh, on Dr. Drew. I, don't th- I, I wonder if Chris is going to supplant Dr. Drew as your... As your uh, oh, check it. As my Facebook thing? Nice. Her Facebook and her... Uh, I mean, this is it's my on her cell phone. Saber, yeah, so, her, her, yeah. her wallpaper is Dr. Drew. So we have another almost silver fox. He's not quite silver not yet. Not quite yet. Not quite but silver. We didn't even get but, to the All My Children. But. So they're smart, good looking men. I don't have like real crushes on them. I have like, a, <laughs> let's put them on a vision board. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that, it's isn't worse. that what that is? I don't get it. I don't get it either. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can either hang out with us and we're going to have like our show, or, or, or you can leave. Those are the two <laughs> options you have right now. You could just hang out like as one of the cast members, but it's not going to be an interview about you anymore. <laughs> you're making it real. No, that's the, look. You're giving me the look, Eliana. You're the one who's supposed to be handling this stuff. Yeah. I'm the host. I'll, I'll do say it. Goodbye. I said goodbye say nine goodbye. times already. He's still there. I said he could hang out and be part of the show. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. You can do, do either one. You have a choice. Here comes. Here comes. Uh, Next guys, they're gonna. They always walk in with a beer. It was awesome. But once, once they hear that I'm sober, that's gonna be. <laughs> How about the ever? You ever hear this one? They go, they go. Hey, I'm. Uh, anybody want to drink? I'm going to the other room. Anybody want to drink? And they always say, Oh, you don't drink. I go, I'm not on solids. <laughs> Relax. That's a good one. Yeah, get me a water. I like water. Okay. I don't have to be. By the way, I don't have to be drunk to hang out with you. Right. By the way, I want to say one more thing. I got laid more. People always say, oh, you're never going to get laid again. You know, when you get oh. so, I get laid more because the women were going, well, he really wants to be with me. He's not drunk. Absolutely. And you're present, right? Yeah, and you're present. You're, you you're, know what you're, you're feeling it, baby. And you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
I hope my son's listening to this. Right? <laughs> He's he got the champion He's gene. Asleep, man. He's got the champion yeah, gene, this go. kid. Yeah. Both parents. I'm dying to read that book right now. I'm so serious. I'm dying. I want to go too. get yeah, a copy. I too. Can I get it? Is it at all the bookstores, yeah. Barnes and Nobles right yeah. now? All yeah. right. I'm dying. Like, I got to go pick it up before I see my mom. She's visiting in town, too. And she's all, she's in, been in uh, Al Anon for years. She's just, and she goes to open. There's uh, a whole meetings. codependency yeah. Al Anon thing in this. That's place. another addiction. Oh, yeah, totally. She's going to love yeah. this, too. She's fascinated by this. And so my much. wife is, uh, you know, I don't know if you can break in and immediately that, but uh, she, my, 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 uh, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to, yeah, but right. my wife has to deal with a number of people with addiction issues. But I must tell you, I've never seen anyone so balanced in how she handles it. You know what she did for a New Year's uh, tradition? She started one yesterday. She gets us all in the room, three sons. Uh, two of them, by the way, are not her biological, mm -hmm. and uh, one is the three-year-old. And she brings the dog into the living room, and she pulls out a piece of paper she had typed out, you know, two pages. And she picked each one of us to start our new year and recited what she loves, appreciates, and cherishes about that person. And it was just so soul-blowing, not mind-blowing. It blew me away where by the time wow. it came to me, I was last, I guess, age before whatever. <laughs> I had tears rolling down my eyes because she starts with Justin, you know, and she goes, you know, I don't know if it was, we were born on the same day, but we're connected. We're connected. And I feel that connection. And I admire how you are with the people that aren't as fortunate as you are and how you help and protect them. And then she goes to Jared and she goes, you know, you're eight years old, but I am, I want to be like you. I want to, and she does it. So she recites it. And then she goes to the dog. <laughs> she goes, we're not great dog people, but I think you're the greatest. <laughs> she goes, and you're teaching us how to be better dog people. She even hugged and kissed the dog. And then she says to the three-year-old, everything that she appreciates about the three-year-old, about carrying. And now I'm last. I'm just sitting there going, don't even bother with me. I'm out. I mean, I, I couldn't even take it anymore when she was. Oh, wow. And that's how we started our new year. God's oh, bless those awesome. that love us when we're, yeah. when we're using and even when we're not. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, or when we have the behavior. The behavior yeah, still that's exists. Right. That's, that's right. the thing is. And mm -hmm. when they can when they can manage that behavior in such an, an adult and clear and spirit-filled way, she basically took control of that and said, this is what I am going to manifest. I'm going to manifest something different. That was the intention. I talked on my Facebook about New Year's resolutions. I don't know. I have a, just, I have a problem with the word resolution. It sounds like we're going to resolve, right. like redo it. Manifest as, as opposed to, yeah, mm -hmm. or intention. Intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I posted that on my Facebook page. I said, what are your, I said, what's your inspiration? And then what's your intention? Mm -hmm. So what inspires? Inspi inspiration being the spirit within all of us. That's really there, and that's what the addiction does, is it makes it go away. You know, it, 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 you, you go in a whole other direction. It's kind of like you're, you're heady and, you're, you know, stuff that you're taught and you said, oh, if you get more pussy, that'll help you. If you get more drinks, that'll help you. If you if you do this, more drugs, more, 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 whatever it is, that will help you. As opposed to listening to this, like, divine guide, yeah. you know, this spirit that always leads to more happiness. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the other people, if, if, they, if they really do believe in these things. I guess there's that hell belief that if you do believe it, it'll come true. It's also if you, this, if, if, this, and you lived it your whole life, not only with you but your ancestors that you watched around you right, that are and, pursuing that. And it is a generational issue. Yeah, and, and uh, getting to this kind of awareness usually is a difficult process, and usually will only usually only occurs with people that are evolved or people that are 
desperate enough to do the work to get there. Sometimes it takes that desperation. And yeah. does that take, or it takes a New Year's resolution. You I mean, it, a, a resolution you know, could do some it. people, some people, that's the shallow version that, of I've yeah. hit my bottom. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the, uh, hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this because, and most people don't make it, what, a day? A two months. You think two months? If they're most really people, dedicated to their resolution. Like, yeah. I, like I work out once a year, January 2nd, when I join the new club, <laughs> and then they never see me again. And I work out so hard the first time. My muscles are so bad that, that they, they're so sore. I can't, even, I can't even reach into my pocket to show them my ID on day three. I mean, that's how sore I am because I overdo it. Because I'm, I'm going to show the, I'm going to show the trainer they just gave me. I'll show her. Put that key way down. I'm going to pump some iron here. The behavior doesn't go away now that you're sober. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. It doesn't go away. Go yeah, I'm happily married. I'm trying to impress the girl in the tight pants who's saying, "How much can you lift?" Well, let me show you. I'm getting a hernia. Trying to show this this girl that works at a fitness club who just scored a uh, scored my my contract. They sign the contract, and I'm out. I don't like it. I don't even know why I do it. I don't even know why I join these fitness clubs. So I didn't do it this year. That was my resolution. <laughs> my resolution was to not join another fitness club because you're not. You're going to. It's going to be a waste of money. Mm -hmm. So just in the present, in the now, Sarah, what did you? What do you want to do? Oh, what is yeah. your intention? I uh, I have. I was gonna. I haven't. I was doing my vision board today. A vision board? Mm -hmm. That's your intention? Yeah, well, I have to do it today with just certain projects that I want to do and happy. I, I said the whole opening the heart thing, and you just threw me under the bus. <laughs> did not. I really oh, want to no, operate from I more didn't. of a heart space. That I was really two did. seconds after you said he had hep C. He's opening up with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was about. Was now she really can't look at you in the eye. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you were going to ask on your him. website. And I, I said just, to her, I I'm said. I'm cured now. You know, I'm cured now. I heard. I said, I said why don't you ask Christopher about is Hep C from your heart. <laughs> Do it from your heart if you want to fulfill that intention. Go and ask him from your heart. About God, you are Hep -C. so mean. Why does that mean? <laughs> yes. But it's it's really good to talk about it because there's a it lot is. of people okay. out there that have it. Okay, there you go. That will never know they have it because there are no symptoms. <gasps> there aren't any. There are symptoms. no symptoms. So really? how do you find out? Well. No, you're well, no, you got to test for it. And testing. if you have any of the if you have any of the high risk factors, which are basically if you shot drugs or snorted drugs. Okay. Okay, so if you did any of that stuff, you should get tested. Okay. If you have a tattoo, get tested. So it's needles, a lot of needles. Needles, yeah, needles. It's very hard to get it through, you oh, know, God. the bodily stuff. The only symptom yeah. is being I'm tired. Scared. Basically, yeah. I mean, you until you get cirrhotic, and then you'll start turning a little yellow and uh -huh. stuff. But I mean, you you you'll get tired before that. But who is in the? But it takes twenty five years for this to develop. So most people twenty five years. Most people that get it or get it chronically, you know, and and, and are at that point are in their forties. So who isn't tired in their 40s? So, Sarah, you're not going to know, except when you were three, when you were snorting. Yeah. It's not going to happen now for another. <laughs> no, but lots of, lots of kids, I mean, for whatever reason, there's a lot of tattooing going on now. And the thing about this virus is it's strong. It's more res resilient than the AIDS virus. It can live in wow. an inkwell for seven days. So I haven't, okay, I haven't so. shot drugs or snorted anything or had a tattoo, but what if, I don't think men that I've slept with have done any of that. It well, just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's it's very way. rough sex. So, cause it, this is cause not it has to be blood, it's blood to yeah, blood. So it's, be blood to blood. Oh, that so, rough sex. Yeah, that kind yeah. of rough sex. <laughs> yeah.
Yes, yeah, exactly. the kind that my 14-year-old who's here with us in the studio does not need to hear about me, okay? We'll go as far as hand jobs with the 14-year-old, okay? We're not going to go with rough sex than the definition. Thank you, Sarah. I think I can picture it. I don't need a definition. She looks like she's picturing it. That's going to manifest later today. <laughs> and she slaps herself. Because I'm blushing. It's just going <laughs> to... And sweating. <laughs> Do you have any more Hep C questions, Sarah? Uh, mm -mm, that I answer guess... It? That was very educational. That was educational. And how is it that you don't have it anymore? Yeah. I got treated with uh, interferon and ribovirin, which is the treatment now. There's actually right. now they a new sort of thing, that another cocktail that they give you, which is increased cure rates by about 10%. So 50% of the people that, that do this treatment get cured of the virus. Um, I, there are different genotypes. It's a very complicated illness. Mm -hmm. I had a very good genotype for treatment. Most people have genotype 1, which means their cure rates are about 50%. Mm. So... You had you had. Uh, I had a better genotype. You were like the equivalent genotype. of uh, hepatitis lowercase c. <laughs> well, you could call it that, but I didn't did, have the capital you know, but, C. But, but I, it has been obliterated in my body. So wow. people wow. out there need to know that this is something that they can get cured of. And if they're scared of it, which they, you know, is, is fear is fear. But get tested, find out because I know a lot of folks who didn't treat this for whatever reason because they didn't think they had to or they didn't want to, and they're looking for livers or they're dead. Really. What, how yeah. old are they? How do they come? How, how fast is it? Yeah. It, it, it can happen fast. But then, then again, people can have it chronically and live, live till they're 80 years old and get liver cancer. But, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're wow. 80 years old. How, do, we, how do, do people get in contact with you? Do you have a Facebook page? I have a Facebook page. I have I Twitter. I do all of that and stuff. And what are so you Christopher under? Christopher Kennedy Lawford. Uh, you got that many letters in your Twitter handle? Uh, no, my Twitter handle. What's your is, Twitter that's handle? His Facebook. You're going to your publicist for this answer? <laughs> I, I, I'm like, God, I'm like. What's so my Twitter not, handle? Yeah, we'll what post is my it too on our on our sites because I liked him on yeah. Facebook. Please go to my site. Go to CraigShoemakerShow.com. Yeah, By the way, you forgot the tweet that you were here, for God's sakes. Come on. Yeah. Oh, come on. My people didn't do it. My people didn't. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I happens when you're I a freaking Kennedy. No, 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 no. Where's my no, people? because I don't, I just What's don't, my I, name? I, I, you know, I have certain interests that I care about on Twitter and Twittering is I know. one of them. I feel you. I, uh, that's one I of my like New Year's resolutions. 34 characters or whatever it is. It's, it's 140 characters. We have more to say. Yeah, way that's why, more. That's why blah, you went blah, over blah, your blah, time blah. here. That's when you, I love you guys. He thank went over 15 you. minutes over because he can't get it all in. He's like me. It's our generation. That's our generation. We're storytellers. Tomorrow, Santa Monica, Kennedy. the Promenade, Third Street Promenade, book Mr. signing, Kenneth, 7 p.m., Barnes & Noble. Let's thank do you for this. being here, bro. You were great. Joel and I are going to be there. I hope to see you tomorrow. Penny, thank love you. Love you. Happy nice New Year. You. We'll see you tomorrow. Penny, congratulations on you stopping with the smoking. I love Penny. Next week, you look beautiful. Next week, yeah. so her visioning yes. board had no that. smoking. She's also patched up like the friggin' Tin Man over she's here. For so God's sake, she's hot. got patches. Isn't she's she got. Hot? She's got patches she's and. Uh, I've known her for a very long time, but uh, yeah, she's got the electronic cigarette and everything else. Uh, but next week, I don't think I'm going to be here. I, I'm pretty sure I'm on my way to Lexington. I'm almost positive about that. So go to the CraigShoemakerShow.com. And by the way, say something to us. And hey, we appreciate the show. Love it. Don't like it. Here's what I disagree with. All that kind of stuff. We invite it all, right? We get the conversations going. Facebook. Go to the Facebook page. Craig Shoemaker page. Or the, the Laugh It Off podcast. Let's, hey, we're up to 700 on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Got 14,000 on the other one, but 700. So uh, go there and uh, comment. I think that Sarah might host next week. Sarah.
I think Sarah. I could get a good guest. Oh, really? I oh. think I'm going to do that. So you don't want to go with one of my go-to people, huh? I'm going to try to get somebody that I've been uh, thinking about. I'm going to try it. That's somebody somebody, that, somebody that's not worthy uh, of having me interview no, them. No, that's not true. It's, yeah. Somebody that you want to interview without me in the room. I, I'm, no. <laughs> is that how it works? That's not true. Why have you been saving this one? And I who haven't is it? been saving them because they... Give it to Tease. Who Either, is it? I think Wendy that, Malik? No, I, I could ask her, though, too. I'd like to. Have Wendy Malik busy. on. Okay. That'd be fun. But I, Ileana Douglas has said that she wants to do it. So She's my Facebook friend. I was thinking about asking her. You're buds with her? Mm -hmm. I love her. Yeah. She's Can't right. do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. No, I, you don't get to say no. I get to say no. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't get, to, get well, to turn I'll, up the music. Then I'll shut this shit down. I'll shut right, this shut show down. down. No, shut have down. her on when I'm here. That was my go-to guess. So I shouldn't have said it online. <laughs> we'll Thanks. see. Pay attention. We'll tell you who's coming up next week. Happy New Year, Happy everybody. New Year. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. Enhances the senses, opens your mind. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.